Hey, folks, sorry about last week. Lo siento. <laughs> this is episode 28 covering the masterpiece. Oh, the Piranha. I, I, I don't recall being more just blown away. You were quiet for like half this episode. Well, Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> yeah. Elizabeth Shue. Shuby's boobies. Elizabeth Shue. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we covered a lot of ground, uh, a lot of piranha ground, a mm-hmm. little bit of hypothetical hour. Hey, can I say this? I, I think this might be the film that, <laughs> of all the ones we've watched, <laughs> yeah. we probably spent more time on the pod yeah. talking about this picture. Maybe we should just do bad horror movies from now on. Oh, I, it might be a thing. Yeah. Well, you, you've discussed doing it for all of October. I'll consider it, because it... This is what we have to gauge by. I think yeah. it's definitely something worth it's, looking at. It's definitely up there. But uh, we did devote a fair bit of time to Piranha. We did uh, this hypothetical of ours. We Pro- right, preface too. This is not the 1970s Piranha. Right. No, this, this is, is the this update. Is, this is Jerry O'Connell and Steve McQueen. Not Chris grandson. O'Donnell. Right. <laughs> not Robin. Right. Yeah. Not Vertical Horizon. Sorry, that's a band. Ooh, Vertical love that Limit. Movie. Vertical Limit. Vertical Limit. Uh, but yeah, we covered lots of stuff. Take a nice, weird, deep, dark plunge into sadness well, there. You near started the end. it. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Oh, with Bone Tomahawk? Yeah. Well, hey, it's not the first time. We can't all be, you know, a bunch of dick jokes. D- d- dick jokes and. <laughs> dick jokes. Marilyn's Bush. I like this part thing of ours for the dick jokes. <laughs> You might be cutting. You might be offending half of our core audience right there. This movie <laughs> is about boobies, piranha. All you friends are gonna die, but don't worry. Thing rains is gonna come. Boobies will be in your eyes. There's boobies and penis <laughs> and a great story too. And don't forget Elizabeth Shue. Stay tuned for piranha too. And I'm still waiting for two through four. Because <laughs> you got no more penis, too. <laughs> I did not see Randy Newman making an appearance. It's he's been gonna, a while. He's got to pop in every it's once in a while. It's been a while. Elizabeth Shue, I love you. <laughs> so when we do our skits, we got, we got, we, I think we need to do a whole Christmas album yeah. of Randy Newman. Well, of course. And then we'll, we'll roll out the, uh, we have our own with the Bluebell. Yeah. Bluebell, if you're a fucking, I don't know, subscribe. <laughs> I think if we do a Christmas <laughs> album as Randy Newman, it needs to be <clears throat> like a full bottle of whiskey deep. Like, we need to be... Oh, no, no. That needs to be like, we don't even... Like, we, we pressed record, but yeah. we don't even remember the phone being in the room. Yeah, no. We need to be hammered shit drunk for our yeah. Randy Newman album. Oh, without a doubt. I think there needs to be instruments. Like, you need to bring <laughs> your guitar. Yeah. And and uh, I... I I probably just be an album. Thirteen here. versions of Jingle Bells. <laughs> <laughs> this one is the reggae version. <laughs> and we just it'll it won't be. It won't be. No. Mannheim Steamroller proudly presents. <laughs> no, that's but, actually let's talk about that later. I, I, I think because I actually you made a Christmas, a Christmas album. album. Yeah, you I've heard you've told me about some of it. Yeah. yeah. I still have it. And it actually we have it we have a recording studio mm-hmm. that has Openly invited us to come 
do bit and the exchange rate is very low. Yeah. I, show, I don't want to say it out loud because yeah. that might get me in some trouble, but yeah. you know that it's not monetary. Yeah, you showed me. So, all right. Well, it's uh, also not any kind of sex exchange. <laughs> I just want to preface that. It's not, we're not paying any money, but there's no like chocolate tasking or anything else. It's, uh, it's, uh, the last man's a great hot dog eating contester. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now, did you want to use this time? Is no, this- well, this, this is, this is, Episode 28, coming up. We'll see you next week for 29. (laughs) And that's the intro for episode 28. W-F-U-C-K dot... dot com. (laughs) Why do I want to add a dot? Because we're on the internet radio now. Does anyone own W-F-U-C-K dot com? Well, it's worth Googling. Well, shit. We better do it before this goes out. Shit. We we actually have two weeks. (laughs) That's true. But we should look in to see if someone owns WFUCK dot com. I'm gonna look right now. We've got time. Anyways, folks, enjoy episode 28. We'll see you next week for 29. Stay tuned for a word from our sponsors. Holla. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. Head on over to AdamandEve.com for your dildo deal and your butthole pleasures. Enter promo code DPTOPOD at checkout. Receive 50% off any one item. What else do you get? You get three free adult DVDs. <laughs> as well as one free mystery gift. How much is shipping? Shipping is free. Get out of here. AdamandEve.com. Promo code DPTOPOD. <laughs> What's that movie? What's that movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger comes back in, into the future and he's uh, and he's there to terminate Sarah Connor? Uh, I think it's called. It's no, that, no. Is that the one with the the former Miss USA <laughs> where he eliminates people? What's that movie called? The guys from Broken Lizard made about the beer drinking competition. It's like a festival of it's like beer. A, yeah, they do like a, it's like a beer festival. <laughs> What's that one called? I don't know. No. Well, you know, we haven't done a beer shout out in a while. I'll give a. This is be- This is way better than Sweetwater's Dingleberry Highway, whatever that beer was called. That was so original too. That was like our third pod. This is a Sierra Nevada Hazy Little Thing IPA. I hate IPAs. I don't really care for beer in general. I, if I find a beer I like, I stick to it, like an Athena, right. Creature Comfort. Right. But I actually just noticed the um, little lo- slogan here, family-owned, operated, and argued over. I like that. That kind yeah. of like, oh, we're <laughs> self-aware. <laughs> Fuck you, Gary. We're going to make another batch <laughs> of the Hazy Beer. <laughs> you kiss no, my no, ass no, if you that, don't like that's it. That's fine, Steve. If you just like drinking shit. And you want to make our name sound like shit by making your shitty little IPA. Fuck you. Fuck you. Mom, you're really pissing me off. <laughs> Fuck you. This beer tastes... Actually, it's pretty good. It's pretty I'm just playing with you It's guys. pretty good, yeah. <laughs> Put that on the bottle. Put that on the can. Say we argue about things. I don't know. It makes us sound like real people. We need to sound cute and appeal to the Pinterest crowd. But didn't we sell to Anheuser-Busch like six years ago? Did they? I don't know. I'm, I don't think all, they did. I'm pretty sure that I think Sierra Nevada, Nevada is still independent. Well, we're going to the Google early tonight, While folks. you're Googling, I want to double check what you said on 26, that you can fly from here to Paris in six hours. Because I still don't think that that's accurate. Well, which one do you want to know first? I think Sierra Nevada is still independently owned. I don't think they're distributed by Anheuser or Miller. Well, they wouldn't be distributed. They'd be owned. Uh, Right. But like, like I remember, I seem to recall the Terrapin merger deal with um, Miller Coors was 
they maintained some ownership. It was like they, they sold part of their business to <laughs> pick up on distribution, to scale up distribution. Yeah, well. Um, directions not available. Perhaps mm. I shouldn't use Google Maps. Speaking of beer, I found out recently that Creature Comforts in Athens, you might already know this, built a whole other facility, which is why you can now find Tropicalia like anywhere Everywhere you, go. you want. Yeah, it's not a problem anymore. It used to, it was like... There's Tropicalia at the BP station down really? the road. It's just nuts. You can find it. And here's the thing. Their craft beer selection... <laughs> it's like uh, the champagne of beers. Yeah. <clears throat> Bush Light, Miller Light, Bud Light, stacks of that shit, of course. Yeah. Budweiser. And then they have Shock Top and Tropicalia. <laughs> that's their beer that's their beer selection. I love when you go to a restaurant and they have their, you know, bottles, bottled beer listed, draft beer listed, and then at the bottom it says, ask about our local and craft beer. And inevitably, if you're in like some podunk part of Georgia, it's like, what's your uh, local and craft beer? It's Sweetwater 420. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, yeah, just bring me a. So I mean, just bring me a Miller Lite. The Light. mistake that I, I'm no, I didn't make a mistake. So I'm, I'm actually searching Atlanta to Paris. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do Newark to Paris because that's where we flew out of. Okay, this is seven hours. Seven hours, really? Oh. I see. I thought. I could have sworn when I met. And that. ours wasn't seven. I'm telling you. I mean, I, I was rem- I was I was following the flight. It's like it, a, it was like six hours and thirty two minutes. It's like a drive to Florida. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> if you crest over the top, you don't. Stri- you know, like we talked about <laughs> when I was flying it, <laughs> following the interstates. <laughs> it's not like that. You, it's it it's goes, hard to fly uh, to Paris because there's no highway. <laughs> and you, I basically just got behind one of those uh, tankers. You it carries all the, the Connex boxes and... You know, I could have... When you look at them on a map, you can see the currents. But when you're up here for real, you can't see the currents. Sorry about the slobber again. <laughs> Getting pretty cold. North Atlantic. I think that's where the Titanic sank. We should have... The, the transatlantic flight with Austin Martin where he's giving out... Yeah, that right there. That's where the Titanic sank. If I had chose Breathe Underwater, I could show you... <laughs> That's not like water world. You can't take them down there just because you can breathe underwater. You I know, I know, I know. But you could get a diving bell. <clears throat> you could show them that way. This is true. Yeah. Um, yeah, seven hours. Now, let's see about the other. Yeah, which was it? To apply all the, all the laws of physics to breathe underwater, it is only breathe underwater. It's not you're okay to go all the way to the bottom of the ocean. Like, the, the pressure would kill you. So you can breathe underwater, but you're only going to be comfortable for like a couple hundred feet, maybe, <laughs> and then mm. then and then you're going to have to you're going to have to like, man, well, that's as far down as I go. <laughs> Just going to float here now in blackness, <laughs> and hope a a sperm whale doesn't just come along and yawn. <laughs> Pretty old, Sierra Nevada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been around. They're one of the oldest. <clears throat> Founded in 79. Yeah, they're one of the older uh, craft beer breweries, and I believe they are still, uh, I think they're still flying solo. <clears throat> Home brewing hobby. That's, see, that's what I'm saying. I Just know. two guys. I know. We do my idea for the street food. Next thing you know, we're So I talked to a, someone who knows a lot about that. Atlanta's former fry guy. Right. You said you were going to ask him about it. He said, he was like, let me stop you before you even give me the pitch. <laughs> I think he might have been busy at the time. Yeah. 
But he was like, whatever you do. And I don't really, uh, honestly, it's just kind of his personality. I, I know that. He's like, I don't really care. Anybody can do whatever they want to do. Are we past 20 minutes? Is he going to hear this? No, he doesn't listen anyway. <laughs> uh, but he was like, whatever you do, don't do a truck. Do a trailer. He's like, I know a lot of places don't like having trailers pull up. But here's the thing. If the truck breaks down, you're fucked. Yeah. You go nowhere. You make no money. You just, you're watching money lost. Well, no, so Whereas I- if you have a trailer... Yeah. And your truck breaks down, you rent another truck and yeah. you can get there. I never envisioned a truck or a trailer because the fry guy, he just had like a tent. Like he just, like when he was on the street, he literally just set up like tailgate tents and had his portable rig for making French fries. And he just was in that one spot for a long time. He was in that church parking lot across from Soul Vegetarian. And then every once in a while, he was in between the Highland Ballroom and Soul Vegetarian. But, like, you know, the King of Pops people, they're just, you know, portable freezer cart. not You know, so in my mind, I was thinking, like, tailgate grill, gas power, don't need electricity, table, accoutrement, and just, just slinging them, them bastards all day. <clears throat> we go to Costco, we buy four. I don't want to reveal the no, product. No, not. But we go to Costco, we, we, we buy four George Foremans. We can do the same fucking thing. Yeah, but you need electricity for those. I mean, how much electricity do you really need? Where are you going to get the electricity from? You steal it from a local building. <laughs> My idea is easier because we just come with propane and then we just turn the grill on. You sound like Hank Hill note. Damn it, Bobby, propane. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby, propane. No, you get a couple of propane grills. You are violating the sanctity of my propane route. <laughs> Just grill them on the spot. Get two grills, one for meat options, one for no meat options. Because if we're in Atlanta, you know those people are going to, do you have any of their no meat? Is this vegan cheese? No, it's not. Go away. <laughs> Go away from me. Yeah. You what, turn into the golden god all of a sudden. That's like, Dennis, Dennis Reynolds that's, is selling products. I love when any, like, there's, you know, pick an episode. Whenever Dennis Reynolds says, Go away from me. It always makes me laugh. Have you seen the newest season? No, it's it's not out till September. No, no I mean the the most yeah. recent season. Yeah, yeah, when the gang all. goes to the water park mm-hmm. and he's 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 looking at that blonde lady. Dennis is, is checking her out and she's yeah. checking him out and that fat lady leans up and it strucks his view and he's just <laughs> lay back down. Does the hand motion, lay yeah. back down. I love that. Well, I love when he gets taken by his pupil. The, the, oh, yeah. the girl that he's like coaching on how to rip people off and mm-hmm. then she rips him off. And it's like a proud, it's like a bittersweet proud. Just because we're on it, I actually had this conversation uh, Monday. That's, so I love Always Sunny. Um, I was kind of late to the game on it, in fact. And thank you for the cold cuts. Always giving the next scratch at the appropriate time. Oh, are you guys potting? Yeah, we're potting. I should should scratch. I should make noise. I'm going to go bark at a baby. But, you know, most of the time, when I I ask people, do you like Always Sunny? It's either, of course, yes, of course, or I haven't seen it. And then there's another de- demographic that says, I, it, just, I, it just wears on me. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I, I try to watch it. It's funny, no. but I can't do it. I remember my dad once saying, like, all I hear is yelling. What's going on in there? <laughs> Which is the show. <laughs> but someone recently said, that, yeah, I just can't get into it. It's just yelling and it seems kind of ridiculous and over the top. I was like, yes, it, it is ridiculous. It is over the top. But the first episode of this last season, The Gang Turns Black. Mm. I remember when I finished it, I was like, Leah. Come in here and sit down, and I want you to watch this. Because she's seen some Always Sunny. She watched it with me. It's not her favorite show, but she she knows, like, Nightman Cometh, she absolutely loves. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, like, the second rated, maybe the best of the, they've ever done. I think they did a rating system one time and said that was the, the favorite for everybody. I was that little boy, that little, little baby boy was me. 
<laughs> I once was a boy, but, but now I'm a man. Yeah. But <laughs> it makes me want to sing the rest of it, and I don't want to do Well, I'm here to ask for <laughs> your hand. <laughs> Is that Won't it? you come off stage and join me in this thing called matrimony? <laughs> yeah. Is that it? Are you done? <clears throat> yeah, that's it. That's it. So, no. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> I liked your song, Charlie. <laughs> no, but The Gang Turns Black, for me, was... Of course you have these funny people making this ridiculous show. But I honestly think... And we've talked about this, you know, amongst ourselves. Not that we ever write anything for this pod. We never have. We probably never will. Nice choice. This, this couch... Rail. Yeah, no, I get it. We talked about it. it. Digs, we don't need to get into detail. Yeah, digs you, into the you, butt. you just, that's some NASA shit. You took, solved a problem. Um, yeah, when you have to fit the square peg in the round, round hole, hole to get Tom Hanks home, you called this guy right here. I was more concerned about Bill Paxton. But, all right, nevertheless, yeah, Jesus, God. <laughs> um, Why couldn't it have been you, Kevin Bacon? Why not you? <laughs> <laughs> but the, the game. hypothetical. The, the game turns black was, for me, uh, they were sitting in that writing room looking at the times, and they said, we want to write an episode that touches on these social themes and the things that are, are mattering right now with black people getting shot over and over again, mm-hmm. nothing happening, just the, just this culture that we've, that white people are, are <clears throat> that some white people are refusing to even recognize. Like, they're saying that they're complaining black lives matter is somehow means that white lives don't matter. All the bullshit. Yeah, blue right? lives matter. <clears throat> All that shit. Right. And they do, but that's the point. But they wanted, to, of course, they wanted to keep it within that bubble of Always Sunny. Mm. So they wrote this, um, at, the thing should win a, it should, not a Pulitzer, it should have won an Emmy. Yeah. In the same way that like South Park won an Emmy for that uh, World of Warcraft episode. Yeah. So it's uh, they should definitely have won an Emmy for that episode. And it's just, it was so transformatively funny while at the same time making you fucking cringe because you knew yeah. that what was funny about it was that it was so fucking real. Yeah. Like, if, it's funny. When you just turn true. black and you can't turn back, you're gonna have to learn all the rules. What are the rules? What are the rules? Is that Richard Dreyfus? Yes, I told you this is a great movie. She's okay, so let's film people. He or, doesn't make it very long. Uh, clearly, this is like the opening scene of Jaws, which is he's even wearing the same outfit. He's dressed like well, that's this movie is a purposefully made B horror movie. Right. So day. let's give it to you. Let's tell the folks. We are watching the remake of a 1970s classic that I saw when I was a child called Piranha. Piranha. And it was uh, we wanted to go horror. We were really dismayed at the choices we had so we went with piranha That's and you did not tell me no i don't want to spoil that everything. richard dreyfus is going to be the first death in this film i told you that you see uh naked kelly brook and riley Steele, and that's where i chose to leave it and then i also told you that your your uh teenage heartthrob is in the movie as well my oh god elizabeth shoe elizabeth shoe no shoebies boobies, but so, so what's the what's the is something about to happen here? Um, the piranha are about to be set free somehow or another. Looks like an earthquake's happening. Yeah, an earthquake, and then like some like prehistoric era man-eating piranha get shaken loose, and uh, so this is kind of like not to keep it up to date, but this is kind of the premise of Meg now, the new film out about the megalodon, the world's largest shark. 
sure. I don't I don't know about that one. Well, I only read but, a little bit about it. The, the basic premise was there's some kind of uh, uh, some the polar ice caps are melting, but the ice had kept some deep part of the Earth like you know cut off mm-hmm. some deep trench deeper than the Marianas Trench. Right. And so it melts, and then all that's how Meg gets out. And how big is the Meg? Because like when you see the I've seen the poster, and it's like a shark mouth, and then the the like the cruise size ship is like a tiny little speck. It's in not the a cruise size ship. It's a regular ship. I've seen the one you're talking about. The real Megalodon was absolutely monstrous. I mean, it was like, uh, it was like a blue whale, but thicker. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like, imagine a great white fucks a blue whale. Yeah. And you get the girth of jaws and a mouth. Like if jo- I keep Jaws as your perspective, right? Because I've seen I've seen the pictures of like a person standing inside of like a whale's jawbone. The graphics in this are absolutely terrible. Oh yeah, I told you it's not a good movie, but it's a very fun movie to watch. The sequel is even better. It takes place in a water park. I don't don't even ask me how they get in there. I mean, this is like Sharknado. Yeah, and it's bad graphics. And, it, and it's graphics. It's bad graphics. The CGI is absolutely laughable. It's fun though. The water park sequel oh, Richard is even Dreyfus is just getting it. Yeah. Um, the I'm not lying. The nude scene with Kelly Brook and Riley Steele, they're swimming naked underwater and they're playing like really like dainty classical music and it's shot in all slow motion and it's a good like two minutes too long. It's just like they just did this on purpose. Yeah. Give it to it. Do what sells. Uh, somebody's dick gets bit off. You see that float down to the well, bottom. Well, don't ruin it. Am I going <laughs> to see a floating dick go to the bottom? Are you serious right now? Yeah. Oh, this is going to be excellent. What a great. Oh. Oh, that's interesting. There you go. Okay. You got it. Oh, and they lead out the Elizabeth shoe. Of Wait, course she's they got do. top billing. <laughs> she got top bill. That Jerry sorry, O'Connell, That's his name. Speaking of saying we're sorry, Ving Rhames. Oh my god! Hold on, I want. There's a name that I've kept. There's a name I've kept from you. I'm hoping it pops. Is this up. like at Lake Havasu or something? Uh, it's on a lake. There's Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd. That's, that's the name I kept. What's from that you? movie he was in in the '80s with the guy <laughs> with Parkinson's? And like they go, there's like a time machine, and they go back to the future, but it's really the past. <laughs> What's that one? I don't. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd's in, in that movie from the seventies. Angels in the Outfield. That's, no. He's in that movie in the seventies with Jack Nicholson, um, where the there's a cuckoo's nest and one of them <laughs> flew over it. I wish I could remember that fucking title. Can I? Can I sadly say I've never seen that film? Oh, it's it's not a happy movie. I know it's not a happy movie, but, but it's I've a never good seen movie. It. I actually saw a play. A one flew over the cuckoo's nest play a couple of years ago. The only way this could be better right now is if that was John Cena on that wakeboard. <laughs> to say it wasn't. Maybe it was. Well, anyways, oh. we're watching uh, Piranha tonight, and much like any of our uh, movies we, we choose, we'll probably delve in and out, I imagine. I believe this is the, a descendant of uh, the great Steve McQueen. Stephen R. McQueen? Yeah. I saw the name. Yeah. I believe that's who this fellow is. Okay. So I think my sister-in-law met him because he was on one of those those CW like werewolf shows or vampire mm, shows for a while. And very she, entertaining. She was a she was an extra on the, one Yeah, uh, the executive producer is Bob Weinstein. I wonder if there's a connection there to uh, the now infamous Harvey. Probably because there's because tough time to be a Weinstein in Hollywood. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you go, if oh, there she is in her cop uniform and everything. She still got it. 
I believe. No, no, no. Just give me a minute. <laughs> Just give me. me, me you going hands free? Just give me. Just tell um, just, just give me a minute. Oh, she's putting that man in handcuffs. Ooh, Elizabeth. God. Yeah. If, if he was. Oh, she's got a taser from the 80s. Look at the size of that thing. If he was wearing a USC shirt, you could just picture that you were him. Oh. Just go straight down to Chinatown. Man, I would do rotten things with Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> you chocolate task? <sighs> <laughs> That's your gateway. She looks at you and she winks so and let me she ask takes you your last Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If, is, is it like, I have to chocolate task to go beyond? Yeah, like she winks at you, she takes the last sip of her martini and she says, eat my ass, you can do whatever you want. And you go, uh, I'm good. <laughs> you know my thoughts on the chocolate task. Yes, but we've discussed this. We're not talking about dirty, gross buttholes. We're talking about porn star, clean like, yeah. buttholes. Okay, if it's if it's been chewed, <laughs> if it's been Elizabeth chewed, you look at her for a second. You go, "When's the last time you took a bath?" <laughs> it would be really, really hard for me to turn that down. Thirty minutes ago. Okay, thirty minutes ago. Thirty okay. minutes. Right, Probably okay. a couple farts. I mean, shit, I've farted in the last 30 minutes. So. <laughs> I'm sure Elizabeth Shue has farted in the last 30 The thing about it is, the whole time, if I ever got, like, if I was a single man and I was in L.A. or wherever fucking she lives now, I don't She know, probably lives in, like, Montana or something. Probably. Yeah. And, and comes into town to make these shitty films. Yeah. But if, if I ever did bump into her single, I would, my struggle would be to not call her Elizabeth Shue all the time. Right. Like, if I, if we were in the middle of coitus... You know, and I would be, oh, Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> right at the climax. Here's, oh, Elizabeth Shue. Babysitter's Club. <laughs> Leaving Las Vegas was sad, but I liked it. Oh. And I'm spent. There's Kelly Brook. The little girl? No. <laughs> yeah, I've been psyching you up for an 11 year old. You've seen an 11 year old naked. I'm gonna, I, wait a minute. I don't. I don't recognize this actress, but I'm telling you, if that's what I get to see naked here in a little bit, yeah. I am all in. <laughs> she's not really an actress. She's a British uh, supermodel, and she's one of those. She's a full-figured supermodel. She's got that hourglass God, shape. Chris O'Donnell, what? Not, Jerry O'Donnell. Jerry O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell's from Vertical Robin. Limit. Yeah, Rob Robin. Or, yeah, I was, I was, I was throwing out one of his better movies. Yeah, Vertical Limit's terrible. It's better than Batman and Robin. Mm. <laughs> We could have the argument. It's better than the other Batman that he was in, whatever it was called. Batman. It was Batman and Robin. I have a question, by the way. Since we're on Batman, mm-hmm. and we actually talked a little bit about Batman today. Best. Who is the best Batman? Michael Keaton. Thank you. Man, I had this argument so hard the other day. Somebody People was saying George it. Clooney, huh? No, no. <laughs> and, and I have a great affinity for Val Kilmer, but he's, I mean, come on. But to me, it's not My even. Life's an open it's book. not even close. Ba- Michael Keaton didn't have to do. The, Where is he? <laughs> Where is he? He didn't have to do that. To Swear to me. <laughs> Where's Marconi? <laughs> they didn't have to do that. I'm Batman. Yeah. Um. Here's the real question: Who is the better Two Face? <laughs> uh, Tommy Lee Yeah Tommy Lee because You want to know why Because he didn't spend Half the movie going Rachel 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 Speaking of Rachel Rachel Who Who Here We'll do this We'll get uh, We gotta get 
This pot thing of ours is brought to you by AdamandEve.com For all your dildo, butt plug, pornographic needs. Loops, condoms, they got it all. They got everything. If you're not, you don't have to be a deviant. No. It's just sex chairs and, no and judgment here. butthole plugs. You, If you want to put something in your butt and suck on an adult we pacifier in, and jerk our off. Name, our name is the Laugh Man of the Golden Voice, and we endorse this message. So if you are interested in supporting <laughs> this podcast, and yes, this is a real sponsorship. Yep, yep. If you want to support this podcast, head on over to adamandeve.com, enter promo code TPTO at checkout. Sorry. Oh. TPTO pod. TPTO pod at checkout. You will receive 50% off just about, just about any one item. Correct. There are some things. You also get three free adult DVDs, a free mystery gift. Mystery gift. So if you order a rubber vagina, they're also going to send you a rubber butthole. (laughs) Sky's the limit there. We don't want to promise that. No. Don't get excited. Yeah, there's going to be a bunch of angry, angry, uh, right in guests like, where's my, where's my free butthole? No, but and then you will get the. I think the cool part. Yeah, you get free shipping on top, and I believe, I believe on the I entire heard, order. Yeah, the entire order you get free shipping. I believe it's discreet shipping at that. So yeah, it's probably sent to like you know, John's <laughs> servicing. I don't know. So head on over to AdamandEve.com. Put all kinds of fun deals in your cart. Get a great deal on a great deal. Enter promo code TPTOPOD at checkout. You get 50% off any one item. Three free adult DVDs. Again, not all. Yeah. There are some select that you wouldn't, but for the most part, 50% right. off one it's item. just about any yeah, one item. just about any one item. And I've tested it. I'm pretty sure it's it, almost it applies all, yeah. to pretty much anything you put in your cart. Yep. You get three free adult DVDs with it. A mystery gift. A mystery Not gift. Not necessarily the butthole thing. <laughs> and it's free shipping across the board. And the best part about it, you get to enjoy a dill, pleasure yourself, <laughs> and support this podcast. Yeah, even if it's not about the podcast, just get a dill. Get a dill. Get a great deal on a great deal. Great deal on a good deal. <laughs> Whatever. So head on over to adamandeve.com and our promo code TPTO pod at checkout. Thank you for listening. Holla. Yeah, we had a guest appearance coming in too. Though. Yeah, no, Batman. Uh, it's not Batman, but yeah, Michael Keaton is the best Batman. Christian Bale is second, I would say. Val yeah. Kilmer is third, and then Clooney with Adam the West fourth. is fourth. Ping, pow, bam, and George Clooney is fifth. Actually, mm. George Clooney's like eighth. There's probably a Batman we haven't. There's, yeah. there's some of the animated Batmans. Yeah, the animated Batmans beat out, are better. Beat out George Clooney. Pete Holmes Pete is fifth. <laughs> <laughs> he does make a good point. Imagine how Batman smells after a night. Because they, because they did. Here's the thing. They, a couple years ago, there's that show called Sports Science. You don't like sports and you don't like science, so you probably didn't watch it. But it, Sports Science has now been picked up by ESPN, and really, it's just a show where they break down the physics and the science of particularly good athletes. He's got a tight gray shirt on there. I'm trying to do a podcast. If you keep doing this. <laughs> I'm going to need a quick jack sesh. I'll be right back. Yeah, we're going to take a quick tug-a-thon. <laughs> Not together. We're going to do uh, what the military calls a combat jack. What was I talking about before you interrupted me with Elizabeth? Shoot, uh, damn it. Pete Holmes and Smelly Bat. Yeah, yeah. Well, So the sports science, they did a thing where they were saying which uniforms of the professional athletes smell the worst at the end of a game. I would guess baseball. Let me give you the choices. Okay. Okay. Football, mm-hmm. baseball, mm. soccer, mm. tennis, 
mm. hockey, mm. and then I think there's another one, but I can't remember. So you should use those five. I'd go with baseball first. So they what they did was they had pro athletes do what account, what equated to a normal amount of activity that they would exert in any reg, any of the regular season games. And then Southside Steve came in. <laughs> yeah, Tim Andrews came in, farted in it, burped in it, <laughs> smoked in it, and then they had Southside Steve smell it. Yeah. And no, so at the end of it, they literally, they, I, I don't even know if these things actually exist, but they bring out some kind of meter that can sense odor. Okay. Okay, so you have to kind of just believe in their technology for a minute other than the human nose which they did actually incorporate but it was the hockey player by far they're wearing multiple layers mm. they're sweating and they're exerting more aerobic exercise than almost any professional athlete they're skating non-stop yeah for the most part and then when they don't they, you know they have shifts they come off they sit in their sweat yeah it's like a baseball player might for the most part stands in the field yeah you, you got three outs. There's there, there might be an entire game where you don't even run. Yeah, no, that's true. My mind was going to outdoors, sunny, sweaty, and snug polyester. Right. Uniform. Well, the two that were the closest, but it was still almost a landslide victory. Hockey won. Football was right after that because you have those layers, and they, and they were incorporating the pads. I to say pop pop that up. I'm afraid we're gonna get air noise on the on the thing. I, you keep on interrupting me. You're gonna catch a smack. <laughs> That's the wrong direction. Well, you have to work your way backwards, <laughs> don't you, you dick? There you go. No, so I was just guessing baseball because so that it's being said, snug. Well, it is. It is fairly snug. Football, but nothing is like not. It's no. Le- I mean, hockey. Those pads are on you. Yeah. So it was. It was hockey in a landslide. So it gets back to the Pete Holmes we were talking. About. Can you imagine what Batman would smell like with all that shit? <laughs> There's no breathability. I like picturing Batman putting on his eye makeup. <laughs> before he gets but, that's like the most time consuming part of his thing before he puts on the cow. how many crimes did he not stop because he was putting on fucking eyeliner like, shit if I only put the mask on then people are going to be able to see my eye color <laughs> that's a good point what the fuck did it do I just want it's just, play, oh, it's no, just it's, playing with us well it's oh not. it's on uh, it's on like go everywhere mode there you go there we go but I, I just love I love picturing like Christian Bale like like sliding into a, a vanity, a Batman vanity, like turning on makeup lights and just blacking out his <laughs> eyes real quick before he pulls the skin tight cowl <laughs> over his face, and then like right before he walks away from the mirror, he's like, "Swear to, swear to, swear, swear to me." <laughs> all right, all right, good. That's it. And then he kisses his two fingers and does a peace sign at the mirror. <laughs> Wait a minute. They're pulling. They're pulling what was once Richard Dreyfus out of the water. Well, the piranha didn't eat everything. They, they left some evidence that's, behind. But that's not how the piranhas work. They, they take you to the bone. I saw this in Austin Powers. Oh, if that's what you're basing Fish it with, on. with laser beams on their fucking heads. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, hold on. Just let me have this moment with Elizabeth Shue. She's a what is she a four star general? <laughs> that's a good point. Never seen a sheriff with patent stars on their fucking shoulders. <laughs> Like crap through a goose, like oh, a like man. a dick through Elizabeth's shoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Note to the listener: if there's an awkward pause at any moment, it's because the laugh man laugh man is having a moment. Is 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 bonering up over. She she's the on she's on my laminated list of fifty plus actresses that I get to I'll give you that. I think Liz Hurley's on my fifty plus list. Can't no argument here. Yeah. No argument here. 
You know what? I, I have a Kellen Mirren. Oh, you fucking guy. You stole it from me. I'm going there and you fucking stole it from me. Yeah. Helen Mirren, 100%. On oh, the- Dan, this guy got it the minute he even dived in. Piranha's going to be tough to pot because they're getting me right now. They're sucking me in. Well, yeah, and you haven't seen it. I've, I've saw, I saw this in theaters. You went to the theater to see this. Oh, yeah. I was super pumped. You just really wanted to waste $20. I get it. I like campy horror. I don't like bad horror. I don't like serious horror. I like Like the bye-bye man. Right. We discussed that. I like campy horror. Texas Chainsaw 2, Return of the Living Dead. Leprechaun 5. Return of the Living Dead 2. All the leprechauns. Oh, they're great. Um, People forget Jennifer Aniston, first career movie. There was an old man from Matross. Whose balls were made of fine brass? I wonder if Warwick Davis like thinks like, mm, God, you want to? I I don't. Should I have done that? I don't know if I've ever laughed as hard. Life's too short. As I did at Life's Too Short. You know what's funny is I saw a, a ranking t- <laughs> of HBO shows. So they took every HBO show that's ever been. Str- it, the rules were pretty not like crazy, but they were saying it had to have only been made by HBO. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be like a, I don't know. Anyways, it was all the HBO original shows, and they ranked them like, and there was like seventy eight of them. Yeah, because I thought there'd be way more, but you look at it, you're like, no, that's right. Original shows, not right. like movies they've shown, not specials. <clears throat> HBO produced shows, and Life's Too Short was like number fifty five, and they they were like, it just fit, much like the title, it just fell short. I was like, what person <laughs> watching Life's Too Short? Could possibly say it fell short. Did yeah. it have problems? Maybe. I don't know. I just liked Carnival more. It, it was <laughs> garbage. You wouldn't yeah. have liked it because they didn't even have Deadwood in the top top five. I, I they had them at like eight. I, I you the top fives obviously Sex in the City. Uh, Sopranos was two. Soprano, Sex in the City. Sex and the City was, was down the list. You, oh, really? It was really surprising. Yeah. And now I'm a little bit upset. I can't remember what one was. It's probably some bullshit that nobody likes that I know. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, Two and a Half Men. Like never like a million plus people like it, but then everyone <laughs> I know goes, yeah, it's a stupid show. I, I, I actually gave it a chance, and I just found it to be stupid one-liners that, I, you know, entertain a certain audience. Talk about, we were talking about this a little bit before tonight. What, to say you were an extra on Piranha, <laughs> and if your goal is to move up... <laughs> It's like there, so you, there are some movies you should honestly say no to yeah. being an extra on. So you were an extra, huh? Yeah, I was uh, topless girl number seven in Piranha. <laughs> Is this the plus size? Yeah, no. that, well, she's more full figured now, but that's Kelly Brook. And then the other one you see naked is Riley Steele, who you've definitely seen dicks that go one? into. Yeah, Riley Steele is a porn she's star. She's a porn star. She does like three ways with Jesse Jane and shit. She's in the Pirates movie and the Nurses movie. She's in all the. She's a digital can playground you, girl. Can you text me the? <laughs> send me your, By the way, Riley Reed. Riley Reed, please do. Oh yeah, we're follows. following. Yeah, the official TPTO Pod Instagram is following Riley. Not Reed. Riley Reed. Yeah, not Riley Reed. Uh, we'd love a follow back because we've cast you in a film and we need to what talk. Was, we need to who talk was deets. she in the Andy Griffith porn parody? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I'm, I, this is nothing. <laughs> if I know that they're going to be naked here in a little bit, I'm not worried about their bikini dancing. I believe what, who was she Riley was Reed? Andy. I believe she was Evan Stone's girlfriend. I believe she was Helen Andy. Crump. Yes. Okay. Yes. I envision her more as Barney's girlfriend. Okay. 
But we can you realize rework that. this Riley and Jesse Jane, those are the sisters from Mount Pilot. I texted you a picture. That's right. She's the other Oh yeah, Mount she's Pilot definitely sister. a crazy girl from Mount Pilot. Yeah, her and Jesse Jane, like hundred percent. The crazy thing about doing is that Evanstone? No. No, that's uh, <laughs> I know Evanstone. Oh, I uh, would know if I saw Evanstone. Yeah. I have seen I, uh, the Evanstone. crazy thing about a, a, the porn parody that we're working on for twenty some odd episodes now. Is that we're, we're, we have such a small, limited target audience on this, <laughs> and only a handful of them are going to be degenerates. It's a passion project. It's it for is. us. It's for us. Uh, it's a know, passion one, project. One, one for them, one for me. <laughs> you know, that's what, that's what uh, George Clooney Let me, says. I, I know we've said this to you before, but ima- just imagine that idea comes to fruition, and we're on the set. I can't direct it. I have no idea what I'm doing. So we we would. It's like Doug Kenny when he, when he was on the set yeah. for Animal House, and they're like, "Well, you didn't pay enough money for any uh, extras, so I'm actually or no for the writers to be on set. So I'm actually an extra, a little loophole. <laughs> that, that's gonna be us. I'm gonna be like the one of the farmers in the background saying, <laughs> turning to you, the town postman, saying, "Bro, bro, Evan Stone." Is about to fuck Helen Crump in the courthouse. I just saw his dick in person. <laughs> and equally impressive. <laughs> Dude hangs dog. <laughs> That's one thing that they should think about from Always Sunny, just to tie that back in. They should yeah. make the Thunder Gun Express. I, I feel like that should be a movie that's oh, yeah. made. Yeah, I want, yeah, I mean, because. Like I asked the cop when the whole, the whole thing shut down. Did you see Thunder Gun Express? Oh, yeah. Dude hangs dong. <laughs> the cop says that. Yeah. I love that about that. Now, what I was going to say before, I don't, I, every time Warwick Davis fell out of his SUV, I, I it never didn't make me laugh. <sighs> The best part of that series, and we're we're kind of hopping. And I apologize to the listeners, his but the stairs, best part of that series, his stares to the peephole on his door, so <laughs> that he can see who's knocking, and then he turns the handle and tells them to push. Yeah, I liked uh, Liam Neeson in it. Yeah, and I, I love that when he's trying to make AIDS funny, and it's just not <laughs> nothing funny about it. <laughs> I loved his assistant who watches him take his his. Whatever it was, dishwasher. This strangely, awesomely sexy assistant <laughs> that only I think was sexy. And she watches him take his new dishwasher and, <laughs> and and like hand truck it to a ravine and dump it, and then point out to him like, you know, that was your new one, right? It's like what? He's <laughs> like, yeah. I was wondering why you were holding away the new one and leaving the broke one behind, and now that you've thrown it down the ravine, I know why. <laughs> it's like it's just the just the mad just how mad he gets. I, I I need to start that show over. That show. I, I'm the one that told you about life's too short, too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I remember you told me like I'm watching it with Kristen and we're dying. I remember that was seven yeah. years ago. No, but. that that show kills me every time. It never. It's it's like uh, it's like um, it's like the episode of Always Sunny when they go to the reunion and they and they do the reveal of the dance at the end where they're where it's not as glamorous it looks. It'll never make. It'll never not make me laugh. Is this our scene? Uh, not yet. I don't, I don't know. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen this. Frank and Frank's Little Beauties will never not make me laugh. Yeah. That that episode kills me. <laughs> Do I look I suspicious? I must not diddle kids. I will not diddle kids. <laughs> they got to be bigger than my daughter. They got to be bigger than my wife. Not, little, not real small. Got to be big. <laughs> Well, before we go down this even bigger wormhole of jumping from show to show and exposing our, our awesome listeners to some real nonsense, if they haven't seen any of these things, yeah, 
I, I, let's talk about, you know, I guess no one actually sent in any questions or hypotheticals. Well, this well we should clarify. Uh, Matt in Australia did say We're not doing that hypothetical. And we're not going to do it. Matt, I love you. That <laughs> hypo- we, we had just finished eating. We went into that hypothetical off offline. We broke it down with Leah. She really wanted to My wife was like it. strangely all in on discussing this hypothetical <laughs> and going into some great detail. And I yeah. started to feel the, the, the bubbles in my stomach. You want to yeah. vomit? Yeah. So she's, we're not going to. She's trying to work out how you do it. Do you want to at least, just to, to give Matt credit, do you want to tell him what the hypothetical. Listen, there's rules here. We tell them what he suggested <laughs> and we don't discuss it. I'm, Fair enough. I, yeah. Fair enough. I'll let you say it. Well, I don't remember it well enough, so you go oh, ahead. Oh, that's a cop out. I don't remember it well enough. Go ahead. Okay. Again, we. Will. I do remember it well enough, but I don't want to say the words. Well, I'm not gonna. I no. I I said it to Leah. I've said it like nine times since I well, walked in your front you can, door. You can correct me then. So what what was basically happening was, your mother, and your wife, have we do we have switched bodies. <laughs> yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So like Freaky like, Friday, right? It's like Freaky Friday. So like your mom's br- uh, consciousness is now in your wife's body. Yep. And your wife's consciousness is now in your mom's body. Correct. And in order to get yeah, we we got tits, folks. Tits alert. In order to get back, this scene goes on for like nine minutes. Like really, how, like it's it's absurdly long. Like it just it just keeps keeps scene changing. This is ridiculous. But anyways, we'll get through this. Um, so in order to, to help. in order to stop the Freaky Friday scenario, right, you have to have sex with one of them. Correct. Which so, would mean which would mean that your you would wife's have to, physical form is your mom's consciousness, or vice versa. Yeah, that was it. And, Matt, and Matt's answer was, "I'd be a single man for the rest of my life, a hermit, and, and stop talking to my mom." Yeah. And I said, "Yes, that's the answer. That's, that's obviously all the answer." Left. Yeah. You're you're done. Yeah. Goodbye. So that to both that was the uh, hypothetical we, we shan't be doing. Thanks for thanks for really bringing us down, Matt in Australia. <laughs> I'm telling you, this this. By the, you want to give him what's going on in this scene here? There's two uh, busty naked women swimming underwater, seemingly indefinitely. Like they haven't come up for a breath. They in haven't a minute. come up for air, and it's it's been like seven minutes. Yeah. Well, they're like they're basically doing like a mermaid thing. Which, by the way, a, hype, a, a question that we asked several episodes ago, like, which cryptozoological character would you most like to see? Bigfoot, Chupacabra. Mm-hmm. For me, it's definitely Mermaid. Mm, like Splash. Yeah, like, that'd be rad. I'd be pretty disappointed if I ran into a mermaid and she like Daryl Hannah. <laughs> That's just me. Some people like Daryl Hannah. No, I just think she looks like a want, dude. Clearly, you want, like, an Ursula from the Little Mermaid scenario. <sighs> I think you mean, what was her name, Ursula? Yeah, the big octopus lady. Yeah, lady. no, yeah, I, that, yeah. that's clearly Ariel. what you want. I was thinking Ariel because that's the good looking. <laughs> no, no. The other one's not a mermaid. She's no, a she's, she's a, an octopi. She's a, she's a octo. She's a mer octopus. She's not a mer anything. She's a, she's a she's a, a lady half octopus. That's not a mermaid. <laughs> well, that's a well, you know, like on True Blood, they have werewolves and they have were panthers. Don't start me on True Blood. That was on that <laughs> list of HBO shows. Was that it, number it, one? It was fairly high up, and I was like, get. Out of here. That show's garbage. Suki. Leah, when I Suki met, when is I met, mine. When I met Leah, she was all in on that show. Yeah. And Sunday nights, she was like, I'm going to watch True Blood. Do you want to watch? And I was like, no. no and she I'm was like, go put my she was like, I, seriously, she was like, you would like it. And I was like, I promise you I wouldn't. So there was like one or two times where I watched it and I was like, 
I think I would rather just put thumbtacks in my in my fucking earlobes right now. Like then it just what are we doing? This the is nudity didn't keep you up. It's not even good nudity. It's like the next thing you know, like fucking scales pop out on the nude girl or whatever it is. It was like ridiculous. Yeah, the one girl that her brother hooks up with that they do the vampire LSD blood. She's she's all right. Look, Lizzie no, Kaplan's her name. I don't care what it is. The show was dumb. Sorry. And Lee, and what was funny was I when we met, it was at the tail end of that show. So it was like no, listen, I know this is kind of ridiculous, but when it started, it was really good. Now, if that's your defense of the show <laughs> that I should have caught on five years ago and now yeah. it's just ridiculous, then that's it's what not the German a good said show. about Hitler, okay? <laughs> if you had just been here in 33, the highway system is amazing. Look at the Autobahn. <laughs> yes, it's not I so mean, sure, only like 2% of us have cars, but still. <laughs> it's not so good now, but it was good things in the beginning. I mean, hyperinflation, things were bad, yeah. Now, uh, but back the email Matt Matt had good uh, high marks on episode twenty six six. It was an excellent, right? it was yeah. an excellent show. We had the the, the laugh man goes flying to Stone Mountain. Yep, follows the interstate. I'm sure giving that hypothetical out to a lot of people. And to your credit, I, I'm willing to say that I'm, I'm not wrong. Y'all are all wrong. <laughs> but I'm willing to say that most people say that flying is a dumb a dumb choice. Yeah, uh, I. Stand by even more fervently when people tell me that it's a dumb choice. Yeah, no, I mean, just, I... I mean, of course, honestly, if, oh, man, if given the opportunity, I'm, I am told you I'm going to take my second choice, which was the cool billion. Yeah. Well, but, that's what Matt and Perth said he would take. Yeah, it's a billion and, dollars. And obviously he would because that translates to like $10 billion that's in Australia. That's $40 billion Australian dollars. You could buy... He's a modem Joe. You could buy Australia. Like at I just said, point. he's a modem Joe. That's that really point. what it all Without comes down the to. the skin tags right. and the feeders and right. all the other things. Right. No, that's really what it all comes down to for Matt. He wants to be King a better-looking better modem Joe. Yeah, king of Australia. Yeah. Yeah. With that much cash, you definitely could do that. Oh, yeah. For sure. No, I I, I just love picturing like a like a Panama City Beach, Florida, like local with with the with the zinc sunscreen on his nose this is like, you guys want to fly around the 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 bay real quick? You guys want to you guys want to see the Gulf of Mexico on on the back of this guy? So you're like posted up next to the parasailing people. It's like, no, honey, honey, what do you want to do? Do you want to rent a jet ski or do you want to go parasailing? What's this over here? It's just a guy in a in a. And he, a he's Johnson T-shirt. He's wearing a saddle. Uh, I don't know. Is this a sexual thing? I, I, plus, it would afford me all kinds of opportunities. If I'm flying around and they're on a saddle, and I'm like the never-ending story, like singing ridiculous. La da da la da da. I love the the chatty customer. You get like, so you must be like loaded from this. Like, ah, I do okay. <laughs> I mean, I got a one bedroom. It's not on the water. It's a couple of blocks up. This puka shell necklace didn't buy itself. <laughs> Uh, no. If you want the best oysters, I'll point out the place to... to okay, I'll shut up. <laughs> but all y'all can go fuck yourselves, because I would, I'm would. i still considering flying. So, yeah. uh, But yeah. most people did tend to say... But that being said, we'll, we might even try to call him tonight, because I've been getting a lot of grief. The Sean was the first person we ever tried mm. to call. Mm. I know he's not listening. Um even though he, he gave me all this praise because he wants to do a sports podcast and he, he, he 
knows that we know what we're doing. You guys really inspired me. I listened to your first four episodes and quit, and I was really inspired yeah. to start my own podcast. Well, it's just yes. funny, because the other night on the text, he's like, no, because they call me Pep, long story. But he's like, Pep's perfect. He's got the voice. He knows what we're doing. Yada, yada, yada. And I was like, you don't even fucking listen. Like, you don't even know what you're fucking talking about. But anywho, his choice was to be young forever. And I, I was like, as ridiculous as it is that me, I might choose flying. Yeah. That's the worst. There, no, it, I, I've probably asked 20 people that hypothetical. And we yeah. don't need to rehash old pod stuff too much. But I've, I've asked 20 people that question. And when they start, and every one of them does exactly what we did, where they, the process of, of elimination. Yeah. And the first one to go is young forever. for 19 out of 20. Is I don't want to be young forever. That's fucking yeah. stupid. And it, usually the quote is that's fucking. Well, stupid. if you recall, when you told me his answer, I said, "Well, is he single with no kids?" Yes. Yes, that's why. Because your your dude brain goes to fucking Matthew McConaughey from from uh, from uh, oh, the Stoner movie, Fast Times. No, Matthew McConaughey from. Oh, Days and Confused. Yeah, the whole I get older, they stay the same. All right, all right, all right. Your mind immediately goes to like, I hook up with 20-year-olds for the rest of my life. It's like, yeah. He doesn't hook up with 20-year-olds now. Until you could. You could hook up. You could hook up with 1,000 20-year-olds. Here's what I get. The minute you get the herp from one, right. that shit's, you for, have the that herp. shit's yeah. for life. You, now you're alive forever with the herp. Have fun hooking up now, Sean. It was funny because our other friend said he would do the time travel. Mm-hmm. And he was like, y'all both chose stupid answers, so I don't really know which way to go here. But at least with, like, Peps, he's flying, he's dead, whatever. But when you <laughs> when you live till, like, the start, till the sun burns out, yeah. and you're, he's like, I'll be there till the yes, Sean, I'll be there to see the final show. <laughs> and my friend Burke was like, yeah, I'll flash back in time and watch you die and have full power to save you and won't. I can literally flash back in time yeah. to pick you up, fly back with me, but I'm not going to do it because you chose poorly. <laughs> You chose poorly. You chose to live for like 100 million years watching. Yeah. And Sean, I was like, Sean, you're going to watch your family die. You're going to watch, if you get a wife and kid, you're going to watch them die. You'll easily watch like 90, 90 families die. You're going to watch. Yeah. Like, he's, you're, well, he's, I'll just start again. I was like, do you honestly think you have the emotional capability to be like Logan from Wolverine? Look at how Logan... I'll it's be, miserable. I'll, I'll be dead to the world by the time I'm on my 10th wife. Logan is miserable. And you're telling me you're going to get yeah. married for the 10th time? Well, and they'd catch on eventually like, sweetie, I'm turning 65 tomorrow <laughs> and you're still 23. That's a huge plot hole in Highlander, which has come up a lot with the whole living forever thing when we, when me and Sean discussed it. I was like, have you seen Highlander? <laughs> but he, he was like, because the plot, you've seen Highlander, right? No. Well, I'm not going to make that face because it's actually a terrible film. Yeah, I've seen enough of it to, to know to that not it's watch a terrible the rest film. Of it. Yeah, but it is fun to watch it's because got, it's got Raiden in it. Yeah. Feel your animality. That, and it, <laughs> he's the, the warden at Shawshank. Yes. Yeah. But not the warden, but he's the main guard that does all the dirty work for the warden. Right. But there's this huge plot hole in it because now he's the Highlander. He gets mortally wounded by in, in, in fighting for his village. Survives. They all think he's a witch, so they send him as an outcast or a, some kind of abomination. So they kick him out of his own village. He finds this lovely he's some kind of abomination. He finds this lovely blonde woman, settles down with her, and then the story like moves along forty years, fifty years, and she's walking up to Crampit. Old still has her lovely blonde hair, which is that movie is just you should watch it just for that scene alone, where it's like. The makeup they use to age her 40, 50 years is just erroneous. It just yeah. looks like a 30-year-old woman mm. with, like, shitty makeup. But she's, uh, 
She's cobbling up this hill with her little Scottish Highland bag carrying stones. I don't know. Whatever the fuck they were carrying. Should have remembered the rocks. <laughs> yeah. And she plops that down. She's like, oh, Colin, or whatever. I can't remember his name in the movie, but here he comes, just looking like fucking beautiful, like Braveheart. <laughs> Hair flop. It's not aged a day. Like and you would think Zachary like... Zachary Banks from Hocus Pocus. Where's the conversation here? about this? <laughs> like, I... Could you sit down? Could you sit down, love? I've noticed your dick's still getting hard all the time. What's going on with that? I was expecting to be done with this years ago. Love, you still have an 18-pack. An I'm 75. I can't keep up with you. Last night, you asked me to do a chocolate task. I can't. You don't want to do that. It's prolapsed. It's hanging out. You don't want to kiss that. There's never a yeah. conversation. There's never... Like, why are you still young? Why would she be cool with that? But the other Scottish village is like, get the fuck out. <laughs> well, and also, too, in his case, like, why hasn't at some point he gone, you know, I think we should see other people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At what point does hanging old that, like, I love you. And that's the Sean's point. Yeah, like, you're going to watch all your family die. But not only that, you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait for that wife to die. And she's pushing 82. <laughs> And she's walking three miles a day. And she's You're drinking for Alzheimer's at this point. She's drinking a lot of insures. She's showing no signs of any kind of problems. She's gonna be one of those ninety-five-year-old people you hear about that was fixing the roof last weekend. And, just and, like, and like when they say, "How'd you live so long?" She's like, "I ate bacon and drank every day." Yeah. And it's just like, is that the life? Yeah. You want to live? Yeah. Because I, I don't think it is. Yeah. But I, I, my. My assertion to him is that his biggest fear is death, and that's why he immediately goes to uh, living yeah. forever. And I'm not saying that that's uncommon. I'm sure there's a lot of – most I, people have a fear of death. I, I believe that's probably true. Yeah. But I wouldn't let that fear of death – like, it's coming, so I try not – it's just as certain as anything – the most certain thing. So yeah. why be afraid of it, yeah. you know? Well, and I think after his first thousand years, he would be afraid of living forever more than he was ever afraid of dying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the shit he would have to see. Oh, yeah. Anyways, well, that was a, a, a token. So I wanted to talk about, clearly no one else said any, but you, you found something I find highly interesting. The one in particular. Yeah, this is the good one. Welcome to this hypothetical of ours. <laughs> so this, you, you sent four. I sent four. There's and, one and solid th this one. Is, they're all actually pretty good, with the exception of the food one, which yeah. we can touch on. But this one's good just for, just for context, or for uh, conversation. What historic figure would make the worst ghost to be haunted by? Right. Now I said somebody uh, along the lines of like a Janis Joplin, and I and I could not have agreed more. <laughs> but I'll, but uh, well, well, we'll come back to the hypothetical. Let me tell you my Janis Joplin story. So I was nineteen, I, I was or eighteen, fairly new to. I don't think I would really ever smoked weed once in high school, and I got caught, so I got never went back to it again. We all know that story. Yeah, we had the Jesus. You know, Jesus found me again. And I never went back to it. How'd you find me? <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed to be looking for him. Uh, but uh, a guy that I knew, got we got high in his truck one time. It was the first time I think I'd ever been like... Diddled? No, really, <laughs> really high though. Like, yeah. wow. You yeah. had this like transformative experience where like... the the, like the, the air the, is the, pulsing? The th yeah, the things that stoners <laughs> say that sound so hipster douche-ish. Is that... 
That's Paul Shear. That's from the, the, the league. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he's also the, I, I believe, I don't remember, I could be wrong. I believe he's the owner of the water park and the sequel to this movie. Oh, that's good. So he lives. Good to yeah. know. Uh, but anywho, she I was right after high school. Out of I, I, porn saw star I saw it. I'm trying to keep the pod moving here because this is not a good film for this. <laughs> A lot of hot things. Piranha. It's softcore porn. Our our our, uh, our special guest is here. I don't approve of the movie. She's not even. She's just constantly a guest, really. Well, fortunately, you don't listen, so you won't have to hear us yeah. talk about it. Yeah, you never have to hear. But anywho, let me let me get to the story because this is a story. What you're describing is what I went through the time I got too high and drunk in Athens and fell out of the car. Well, just wait because this is coming back to Athens too, so we can all we yeah. can do all. I got high in his old Chevy truck, and I remember thinking, like, this is what has been described to me that I hadn't yet experienced about getting high. Yeah. Uh, where, you, you know, the, like, the music, he was, he, we, were, we were listening to, uh, what was, uh, I'm having a brain fart, not Audio Slave, Chris Cornell's original. Soundgarden. Soundgarden. And I was like, wow. Spoon Man. Like, yeah, it was just, um, the music was incredible. I, it was like I could hear... The, the carburetor on the truck. I was yeah. hearing internal engine parts. You could hear like, your hair growing. Yeah, I was, but it was like, it, but it wasn't scary. Right. It, it was like, wow, like boom. I was very into the experience, just having a good time. And so he was like, hey, do you want to go to Athens tonight? And being in that state, I was like, well, of course I do. Let's go to Athens tonight. Yeah. He's like, do you need any bags? And I was like, no, if I go home, I'll, I'll get stuck there. I don't want to get stuck there. <laughs> so... I'm free right now, I'm man. I'm free, man. Let's just fucking go. I got $3 in my pocket. Yeah. Hop on my back. I'll fly Actually, there was, right I now. I was fairly profitable. I had a lot more than $3 in my pocket. So <laughs> we, he drives to Athens. I remember the whole ride. It felt like four hours. It was only an hour. We get there. We go to this party. I'm not a party guy, but this was like the kind of party that a party and a non-party guy would want to go to. It was a bunch of like 20 other people that don't go to parties like that. They were all just smoking weed, listening to music. There were some beers. And... This one, and the same guy, the guy's name was Brett, doesn't matter because I don't even know if he's alive anymore. Knowing his lifestyle, his chances are slim to none. <laughs> but he's like, hey man, do you want to do some opium? And my mind flashed to like Johnny Depp from hell. Like, am I going to have to smoke this like in a Chinese? <laughs> like, do, do I have, have to, to lay wear, down? Do I have to wear silk? <laughs> <laughs> do I need an ascot? Do I don't, I- like... Do you have? Do I have to wear? Do I have to lay on like what? What is essentially a stretcher, but it's yeah. just on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Do I? Is it? Do I really have to say riding the dragon, or can I? Just, is this just like a? Do I, I hold the pipe, or does a man? A man with a Fu Manchu mustache yeah. do it for me? So I was like, at the time, I, and because I was just not that guy. I was like, eh, I don't know. He's like, listen, man. And then he breaks down this whole like, listen, this isn't your Red Rock bullshit. Which apparently was like, there's certain opium that looks like tiny red crystals, which is bullshit. It's all synthetic. It's not the real thing. He's like, look, okay. I've got the real deal, black. Yeah, it, it looks, looks like a like looks a like, tiny looks like burnt rubber. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a tiny little black piece of rubber. Yeah, that he was like, and don't worry, we're gonna put it on the bowl. You don't even have to hit it, but you just smoke around it. So he he packs this bowl with like a bunch of good weed, and he puts this tiny little black looking pebble on the top. Mm-hmm. And we're going around, and I was, I remember thinking, like, ah, fuck it. Because, like I said, I was in that, like, yeah. let's just try new things, man. Yeah. So I hit this thing. It, it wasn't much different than, I mean, it tasted weird, but it wasn't like I started doing anything like the movies would 
have you believing what was going to happen. I didn't have any Hunter S. Thompson experience. Right. But it definitely was something where it was like, like that, like a baby crying. No, but it was like, it was definitely like, I, w- I called it later on like perma smile. Everything made me smile. Like you, yeah. you could have said the most outrageous shit to me. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like think yeah. of the worst thing you could say in a public setting. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know what that would be. I don't think we need any examples. And I would have been like, <laughs> <laughs> La- the original laughing man would have been there that night. <laughs> <laughs> so I, after that, a couple hours later, we had some shots. I had a couple beers, and I was fucking done. Like I hit a wall like you wouldn't yeah. believe, and I pass out. <clears throat> so now it's 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm sleeping on this guy's bed in Athens. I don't even really know where I'm at. And I'm sleeping this beautiful sleep. Mm. It's like that really, you passed out, but you're not like blackout drunk pass <laughs> out. You've only really only smoked a lot of weed had two shots and a couple beers and just hit it. Danced a, around. Right. The field. You, you just kind of like, just kind of hit a natural wall mm-hmm. almost. But it's this beautiful sleep I'm in. And then all the fucking sudden, this fucking crusty, nasty hippie that I knew from Snellville mm. starts, she, she prided herself. Well, we should clarify. She's, if you knew her from Snellville, she was a poser hippie. <laughs> I mean, she, I don't. Not I'm gonna give era. her your gonna, age. No, I get it, but I'm yeah. gonna give her credit. Like she wasn't one that just dressed it, and that was it. Like she lived it. She's like okay. she 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 smelled, pit like, hair, bo. Yeah, all of it. And and honestly, she looked a, a little bit like Janice. If Janice had eaten a lot of Krispy Kreme, <laughs> like if Janice had lived <laughs> next to a Waffle House yeah. and had the Southern Comfort problem that she did. Yeah. This is what Janice would have looked like. Yeah, I can't take a fat hippie seriously. I, like, no, you're not, you're not living. No. You're not living it up. True. If if you got that much <laughs> money to eat donuts. Yeah, and but that's who she was. But anyway, and she was kind of like Gwinnett County famous at like a, a karaoke contest because she could, when she was in the in the mode, sound very very similar to that scratchy Janice Joplin, and she did look like an overweight version of Janice <laughs> Joplin. So she bought into yeah. that role. Now again, it's four o'clock in the morning. I don't want to hear me and Bobby McGee. And she's like four feet. Like they came into the room that I was in. <laughs> the quiet, like they had this whole house. Oh, I hate this person. They had this whole fucking house to go do these, to, to pick up their guitar she's the and f- to sing their, their yeah. fucking Janice Joplin song. And here's the thing. Yeah. Like of all the Janice songs to choose from. Yeah. You went with the one that Time Life has on some random mixtape that I can buy if I'm up late at night. Yeah. But she was blaring be me and Bobby McGee, and I lost my fucking mind. I wake up, don't know anybody there except for the one guy. I don't know where he is. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? It's 4 o'clock. You know, not thinking in my mind, it's Athens. It's, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like midday. Yeah. <laughs> it's 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, no, that's the, that's the lady... 70s flashback equivalent to somebody waking you up with, well, life is so love the one you got. So you're like, oh my God, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You fucking poser, stoner, <laughs> dumb fuck. Of say- all the sublime songs to choose from. Ugh, with your stupid sun tattoo, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of Go listen to your Bob Marley mixtape. <laughs> You know nothing about the history of that man. You just, you just associate him with weed, so he's cool. Yeah, exactly. But that was the night, I, and I was never invited back, consequently. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Early in the morning. She's a porn star, too, isn't she? Uh, she is a porn star. Yep, she I know a lot her. of black anal porn. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea. <laughs> She's get, Well, something's getting anally in there now. Yeah. 
She's getting she's getting piranha in the butt. But that was my uh so so I could see where Janice jo- ooh where Janice Joplin would be uh <laughs> that's so ridiculous. But anyways she has no legs but her boobies are still out. Still perfect. I can see where Janice would be uh on, you know on that list. But I, I think there's gotta be another annoying ghost. Like uh Boy, I also said like like a Soviet revolutionary like Trotsky who just won't <laughs> who just won't leave you alone about the revolution. You're like, dude, it's been it's been fucking decades. It's a great idea on paper. I'll get I, it's all good. But if you know I could what? just have my frosted mini weeds one morning, <laughs> it failed. All right, now can I please like I get I get like one window of time a day to beat off, and you <laughs> always pick it to preach to me about <laughs> how about masturbation socialism. is for the bourgeoisie. Listen. <laughs> I'm it's, good. I got is, it. This is happening. We, we talked yesterday. You were cool. I complimented your glasses. You said my shirt looks cool. <laughs> we had a moment. So you're still welcome here. But I am trying to crank one out to the naked scene from Piranha. <laughs> now is not the time to talk about wealth inequality. And you don't even, you don't even get it because you're from fucking like uh, however many decades ago. <laughs> and you know what? Your system failed. I just feel like there's one on the tip of my tongue that I'm not getting, and I don't know why. <laughs> you know, I feel like a really annoying ghost would be like Siskel and Ebert, like a combo. Like every time you watch a movie, it's like, yeah. guys, it's Piranha. I don't, it, I know I'm not watching Schindler's List here, fellas. Can we just, yeah. can I watch the movie? Yeah. That's a really good one, though. Just, the fact, oh, this thing is just, okay, it's, it's this just, movie is just tits. It's just tits, tits, tits. That's all it is. Oh, hey, look. There's, you know, there's Christian protesters on a boat. They, In Lake, they, Lake Havasu. There. They'd be there. There's no doubt about it. They'd be there. Uh, again, <laughs> yeah. it's movie, man. It's like, I, it, of all of our movies. Eli Roth. Yeah. Of all of our movie selections, though, this is the most distracting. And honestly, it's not just the boobies. Yeah. It's, it's just a like. a colorful movie. Yeah, but it's just got so many, like, not even cameos. These are the people that have. Bing Rang was in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Like, this movie is f- Elizabeth Shue, Leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> Stand By Me with Chris, not Chris. Dan Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. What a, does, does this, I think the title of this has got to be like Chris O'Connell something. More boobs. Does Marcellus, look, look, does Marcellus Wallace look, look like, like a, a bitch? bitch? We should probably do Pulp Fiction one day. I'm down. So you, you have, like, I threw out Janis Joplin and Trotsky. Cisco Eater would be Cisco up there because I watch a lot of movies, man. <laughs> they would just ruin everything. Plus, they're going to be there. Think about it, it's like you said. If I start watching Pirates, the porn. Yeah. What yeah. Cisco has to say about that? Like, yeah. Uh, I, I think someone that got like wrong, like wrong, uh, maybe someone assassinated would be a little bit, a little oh, bit I bothersome. Was, yeah, I was going to say uh, like any segregationist Southerner from the 1960s. Yeah. Like I, I get it. I get it, man. I I get it. <laughs> If anything, you're winning. Can you just like go watch the new, go watch Fox News for a bit? You'll feel much listen, better. Listen, listen. The water tastes the same, no matter who drank it out of the fountain before you. So I don't know, I don't know what you were ever upset about. It's not like they ever put their lips on the damn thing anyway. Who, who, regardless of race, would put their mouth around a public water fountain? No one would. Like, like mentally handicapped people and children might, but average Joe citizen is, is getting a good foot of distance between his mouth and that spout. So what you were all worked up about is beyond my fucking mind. Oh, man. 
<laughs> I think Lincoln would be annoying. Yeah, because he would be like he'd pontificating be, about how he saved the country all the time, wordy. and then he'd be like he'd be keeping up on the modern times and yeah. be like, <laughs> but you, but dude, straight up, are you fucking a guy? <laughs> so the most okay, so let's let's turn this around. The most interesting ghost yeah. that you could be haunted by. There you go. Yeah, turn it on its axis. So JFK, tell me, tell me straight up, <laughs> what's Marilyn Monroe like in the sack? Chocolate task. She 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 shaving the beehole. Did you uh, talk with her that? <laughs> the thing about Marilyn is that I love Marilyn. We actually went and saw her grave, her uh, mausoleum site when we were in L.A. You really cool. You told me about how shiny it was and everything. Yeah, great. Uh, but you know the thing about like I have long felt that Marilyn's like, if it was a dead celebrity, it's not even close. Mm. If I could bring them back to life and have a night with them, Marilyn is number one. Okay. She just has that whole. She has the look I like. She has the body type, kind of thick around the hips, you know. She's okay. just everything. Marilyn's always been, like, you like, you know, you do the, your great um, prints and portraits of, you know, that you sell. Mm-hmm. And I have some great ones of Marilyn. And people love Marilyn. But for me, even though I say right now, like, yeah, she's number one, I know in my heart that that is a furry, furry woman. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and I don't, like, furry... Too much. Yeah. Uh, I would. Ha- it's kind of like everything you think in your mind. So we we've joked about this on the pod. When you finally get with the woman you love, and <laughs> you come in five seconds. Yeah. I don't think that would be the issue here because I would actually have to be like, whoo, okay, 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 okay. That's a lot more pubis than I had anticipated. That is black. That is yeah. That's not blonde. That is not blonde. That is a. That is that is that is actually going down to her asshole. <laughs> that is a full Fu Manchu. That is connecting. <laughs> that is okay. So it's in in my in my era. This this doesn't play. <laughs> so here uh, I'm gonna meet you. I'm gonna meet you halfway. I'm gonna meet you halfway. We'll keep this here, but all this down here, this has got to go. <laughs> yeah, there would have to be a, a, I don't know, have you ever heard of wax? Is that a thing? I'll pay for it. Is there, that a thing? The, the Back then, I don't know. No, that's a serious question. Yeah. Did they that's, have waxing? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's see if we get our, I'm going to have to yell. Leah! <laughs> We're, we can still pop. Leah! She's like, you always tell me to close the door. Why am I being told to open we it? We have a question. All right. Come on in here. You don't have to stay long. You can go back outside. That's okay. I was coming in. You, you might not even. Off and I'm like naked underneath, so. That's awesome. It's totally awesome. I don't know if I know what the question is now. We're going to get there. Okay. <clears throat> we don't know if you'll know, but you are a woman. Uh-huh. Was there. Indeed. Was there waxing in, say, the 50s and 60s? How how new is that to the game? Um, undercarriage. Wax. Undercarriage. We're not waxing. talking mustaches. I'm not talking about like mustaches and eyebrows. And eyebrows. Oh yeah, no, I don't. I I don't think so. Not not here. Not in America. So that was a thing in Brazil, in, in like Europe, because <laughs> it seems I like think, they're much hairier. I, w- I would think that they wouldn't. I think, yeah, but the bald wax is the Brazilian. Well, this is what I know. Oh, is that what she knows? Yes, it is called the Brazilian. <laughs> uh. Is the baby but, just chewing on poison ivy over there? Yeah, yeah a little bit. Ivy. A little bit. Huh? 
You build up the immune system. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. She, she, she'll get it. The women who often do this and own these salons and specialize in hair removal are often Indian women. So, and they're very hairy. Dots? Yes, dots. Not Got it. Like, not feathers. <laughs> like, dots yeah. or feathers. Because I, I just fly like the one woman that was doing the waxing and then raised the, did the whole, ah! it would raise above. No? That's that'd, what I do when they wax. That'd right. be in it. <laughs> That'd be an intense waxing experience. It's already <laughs> painful, and now she's like a shaman chanting over your, your scorched genitals. Personally, I don't think it hurts that much. I don't have like. A Let's not get too personal hair. about it, but we were just wondering, because we, we'll give you the premise. Uh, we were saying, you, you've long known that I have an affinity for Marilyn Monroe, and if I could. Have like the laminated list uh, uh-huh. to bring back a dead celebrity and spend the night would with my him. Vagina be waxed? It wasn't that. We actually know it wouldn't be. That yeah. was the Not premise because we would have. I would. It would have been one of those things where it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, Marilyn Monroe, one night, wife approved, do what I want, and then we would get there, and I'd be, like, whoo, that is more than I had bargained for. I like, whoa, yeah. Marilyn. Yeah. Like, grooming isn't a new thing. Like, they people, you can still keep it, like, nice and groomed without it being bald and There's a funny visual. Marilyn Monroe with, like, some, some grooming scissors just, <laughs> just hedging the, hedge, you know, trimming the hedge. Hedging her bets. Yeah. Yeah. Trimming no, the no. hedge. I'm going to maintain a certain height up the butt crack. I'm good. <laughs> I keep the ends of the hair flush with the end, edge of my butt crack. <laughs> And that's that's the best anybody can hope for for me. Marilyn Monroe's Grooming Hours, the name of episode 28. Oh, my gosh. No, we just didn't know. We wondered if maybe you knew how how new the, the waxing game is to I, the... Uh, I, I love the... I love the idea of that conversation. I uh, I don't know. I didn't know anything about this um, waxing. Mr. President. God. Yeah, no, I hadn't. It's something I just kind of hit on there. Yes, Marilyn so, would be a so hot mess. I tweeze my chin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's not a start. That's okay. Uh, well, um, <laughs> how much time do you have? Because <laughs> if tweezing is your method. <laughs> Tell you what, I'm going to come back next week. <laughs> so I'll check on you. Once you're halfway done, I'll come back the week after. Yeah, we'll have a look. Uh, oh, Lord, this is just... <laughs> This movie, man. This looks terrible. <laughs> we, we, we went with what we knew was going to be terrible. We, we, uh, I don't know the if they... We went, we wanted a horror. We went with a B-horror. Did you see Jerry has Elizabeth shoot. Is she... Wait a minute. Did I just watch her tase one of the piranha? Maybe. Did you she see, did. Did you see Jerry O'Connell's dick float in the water? Damn it! Yeah, that already happened. Oh. I think it did. No. No, they're like at Lake, Lake Victoria, which is, I think, being filmed at Lake Havasu. Uh, at some point, Ving Rames rips the motor off of a boat mm-hmm. and uses the propellers as like a chainsaw in the water Ooh, nice. and just mutilates piranha in front of him. I, I don't think that Ving Rames makes it, though. I think, he, I think he succumbs to the piranha. This gets back to the whole, do you sign up to be an extra on piranhas? And clearly, you don't. Well, it depends on what sort of proximity I have to, like, the wet t-shirt contest girls. 
Yeah. I mean, if, if anything, if nothing else, everybody got to look at some boobies on this one. Yeah. And it, you know what? Look at this, it, it, this guy. <laughs> just plowing through people. No, let's be fair. It, I am right there. That's George Costanza running from the fire. Yeah, but rightfully so. Like, these people are not. Look at this. The water's red. They're not. They're all dead. I'm yeah. going right through it. Yeah. Well, I don't think he makes it. I think, I think, uh. I think he ends up. I would dead stop too. for a hot dog right there, though. A nice looking hot dog stand. This Arms and legs. This is just. I don't think piranhas can do that. These I don't know. piranhas can. These piranhas can. Yeah. Oh, snap. Ooh. That is tough. Got There's her hair caught in the propeller. Would you rather have your scalp ripped off by a boat propeller or drown because your hair is holding you underwater? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, oh, man. I don't want to watch this. I'm going to say, oh, yeah. Oh, oh man. This is, people, people, <laughs> listeners, please. The whole face came off. <laughs> I forgot about that. This is erroneous. This well, is, Eli Roth had a hand in making this. So when you see the gore, it's all clearly his his thing. You know, this is outrageous. Wow. That... <laughs> Hey, for our listeners, every time there's a gratuitous ass shot or <laughs> random tits, which is constant in this film, yeah. whatever we're talking about at that given moment, Golden Voice likes to point out <laughs> the specifics of that random ass shot. I'm like Babe shot. Ruth calling my shot. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know we just saw well, a girl's you face know that I, off. Yeah, I know, but you know I'm seeing it, but you're still like, <laughs> look, look. I don't man. think his dick's gotten gotten removed yet. No, because he's still on the boat. All right, well, now you know. It's his dick. Well, I'm looking forward to so the you, dick floating you, to the bottom. You get to see that. Because I imagine it's like that, oh, so that's why you don't have the underwater observatory yeah. on your boat. Yeah. You're bound to hit a rock. Oh. Oh, there goes Riley it, Steele. Mm. The kids. The kids make it, right? It's not like hostiles. Uh, I believe the kids make it. Oh. And Riley here we, Steele. Oh, oh, Riley oh. Steele does not make it. By the way, Riley, Riley Steele, uh, is, uh, she's been cast in the... Um, Andy Griffith porn's parody. Yeah, because she's actually a porn pornographic. That actress film right there. Actress. I don't want to watch fish bake eat field. It's all CGI. Yeah, it's great yeah, CGI oh, of too. It, of course Was well, she? Oh, 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 that is interesting. Oh um, no, thanks. This is going to produce some pretty kick-ass dreams for me. <laughs> <laughs> and by kick-ass, it could go either way. It yeah. could be. Uh, Really good or really bad. Kelly Brooks still alive. I don't remember if she makes it or not. It, this has to be She's where the it, better of the please, two. This does have to be where the the dick comes off. I think dick removal is coming up. Okay. Because I, I honestly think we're getting to the end of this film. I don't. I mean, how much more can we? Oh, there's more. We haven't seen Ving Rhames with the with the with the motor yet. And, oh yeah. And the, these people have to be saved by Elizabeth Shuby and Shuby Shuby's boobies. Shuby's boobies. What are some of the other hypotheticals? I've forgotten. Oh, so many great ones. Well, there was the one about the food, which isn't so great. Well, yeah, it was uh, lose the ability to feel sexual pleasure. No longer feel any sexual pleasure or never be able to eat your favorite food again. That's easy. It's very easy. Never eat the food again. Yeah. Um, Here goes his wiener. Damn it. Did I miss it falling to the ground? No, you'll see it. The easy answer to that one is the opposite. Like, oh, no, no. Your favorite food. Not like, it's just one particular food. Just one food? Yeah, right. like if your favorite food is chicken wings, you just have to say goodbye to chicken wings, but and you still chocolate. get orgasms. 
Mm, she makes a point. If, like, if Leah had to say goodbye to chocolate, I'd never get laid again. <laughs> Just a fact. Like, no, it's not even... Life's not even worth it. Yeah, that's, that's sadly, sadly true. I haven't seen the dong fall yet, is that... Oh! Oh! <laughs> I, he's like the Mr. <laughs> Show character that only has a head and a tiny body. I forgot about that. <laughs> they, took they took my took penis. My penis. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. They took a little bit more. They took a lot about. Uh, they, they got it all. <laughs> this is unbelievably bad. How good this movie is. I forgot. I forgot uh, about his tiny body that gets eaten by piranha. Would you rather be? Would you rather get uglier or dumber? Well, I mean, I think, I think that one's easy because you're, you're assuming whatever, whichever you choose, the other stays the same. So if you choose dumber, your looks don't improve. You just get stupider and you stay this way. True. Uh, whereas if you get uglier, you do have the opportunity to improve your intelligence. Okay. I mean, it's not really answering the question. Not either. throwing shade. Stephen Hawking's not exactly a looker. <laughs> well, past tense. Right. Was, wasn't really a looker, mm-hmm. but super smart and... Dude must have been hanging down because he he had kids and and mistresses. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, we, and then, oh man, the Pranas are fighting over just, Jerry O'Connell's dick. Yeah, I think he pukes it up. Oh! <laughs> this movie. Piranha just ate a dick and then threw it up. Oh, this is just ridiculous. Anyways. But yeah, Stephen Hawking, paralyzed, can't move his body, still managed to not only have sex with his wife, but also had sex with mistresses while he was married. Mm-hmm. And he's not doing any of the work. Yeah. So I'd go, I'd, I'd take the ugly and try and up my smart game. That's okay. me. Okay. Leah? Yeah, gotta be. Have to go that way because you have a point. Just because you get, just because you get dumber... Doesn't mean you get better Doesn't looking. Mean you get, yeah. <laughs> so y'all so are saying you get prettier. I, no, you get smarter. I'm saying you, you you have the ability to improve your in, intelligence. This is the famous Ron White joke. You know, you can't fix you can't stupid. Fix stupid. You have the ability to improve your intelligence, even if you got uglier. You do not have the ability, short of like plastic surgery, which if you're stupid, you're gonna overdo and then eventually look like the cat person. Yeah. Here comes your Ving Rames. So I, I think I think you have to go ugly and smart. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, I see what you're saying. He's about to, he's about to chop all the fish up with the propeller. Yeah, he's 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 trying to save the lake people. I don't think I think he ends up dying as a result. My thing is, yeah. get out of there. It's clearly no one's making it. Yeah. yeah, everybody's trying too hard to save people from what's easily a million piranha. Yeah. And he's he's getting in here. And these are mutant fish. Speaking of which, do you remember a movie called Volcano? Have we discussed this? Oh yeah, we L.A. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, and um, uh, twenty twenty eight days, twenty eight nights. What's her name? Ellen. And he she. Yeah, Ellen's ex girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, a terrible film, but fun to watch. And there's a part. Oh, Ving, 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 Ving. What's worse, Volcano or Dante's Peak? Oh, no. Dante's Peak is an excellent film. That should have been Academy Award nominated. Okay. They're both... They're both bad. They're both silly volcano movies. They're both silly volcano movies. But, you know, I love disaster films. And Dante's Peak is actually a pretty good movie. So you must love San Andreas. You know, I didn't mind it. The only problem I have... It's because she's... Alexandra Daddario's in it. (laughs) The only problem I have with the film is that we don't see her absolutely luscious breasts. (laughs) 
We only get like a that opening sequence <laughs> where she's in her cast Woody Harrelson instead of fucking The Rock. Yeah, if Woody Harrelson had been in it, we would have seen those tatas. <laughs> but instead, we get The Rock. And I'd uh, The Rock, my tatas, and Woody Harrelson. We're going to leave that one alone. <laughs> I think it's wrong. Yeah, because, I mean, if I had to compare you to the two actors, you're definitely more of a Woody I'm Harrelson. more of a Woody Harrelson. <laughs> but, I mean, think about it. The Rock or Woody Harrelson. Like, The Rock is... The Rock, he's... Not only is he a beautiful man. Continue. Also, he's a pretty cool guy. Or Woody Harrelson, who's just like... You realize you would love to hang out with Woody Harrelson, right? I'm sure I would love to. He's actually given up weed now. Before that, he hung out with, like, nothing but his best Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson and Bill Maher. They would, yeah, him and Willie Nelson and Bill Maher would just hang out in Hawaii and smoke weed all day. I know, I know. I'm just saying, think about it. He's got the cool gap tooth. He could tell you all those stories about his days on Cheers. Oh, yeah. But what I was saying before someone got a white on about Dwayne Johnson. Tell you about the cowboy way with Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> yeah. Good movie. Actually. I know. We get it on the list. We should get it on the list. But there's a scene in Volcano where they're they're in the tunnel, like they're in the, the subway sit subway yeah. system. Oh yeah. And with Drew Carey's brother. Is that Drew Carey's brother? That's the that's his cross dressing brother who uh who's the he's uh, one of the tunnel worker dudes. And he saves somebody. That's, by what, that's where I'm him. going. Yeah. And so he like he knows he's not going to make it, right? Because the lava's right there. So he there. jumps in. So the no lava. one understands. Clearly, no one understands the physics or the, the 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 nature of lava. You can't walk up to lava unless you're wearing one of those suits. Right. And like, even then, it's dangerous. Like you would burn. Like if, before if, you got if, to it. If where they're sitting was lava, we're dead. The right. fumes alone have already done us in. Right. Well, they don't. You know, they don't. It's a movie. Yeah. But when he jumps and he lands in the lava and he throws the person he and they live, melting like Terminator. Oh, and I was like, this is the most ridiculous scene. The only thing that's well, comparative to that in Dante's Peak is the grandmother in the water. In the water, yeah. but that wasn't it. I was thinking when he's like, they, they're driving up there and he's in that like 1985 Suburban. <laughs> it's a Wagoneer, I believe. No, it's not. It's a Suburban. It's not, I would okay. know a Wagoneer. It's All right. Like, and they get to the lava flow, and they're like, shit. You know, they realize they're cut off. Yeah. And, you know, they just sure, these tires are rubber, but I think we can make it through. <laughs> what? They make it through, and the tires are just kind of on fire. Well, yeah, they blow up, but it's like fragments are still there. Oh, rubber just survives in the lava. Yeah. Oh, also, your metal rims made it through? Well, you know, it's like walking on hot coals. If you If you keep moving, it's not so bad. <sighs> yeah, the grandmother in Dante's Peak, she's like, we're not going to make it in this boat, so I'm just going to hop out and walk us to shore. <laughs> my legs and then when nups. You, and then I'm going to turn into Jerry O'Connell <laughs> from Piranha. <laughs> they took my penis. They took my penis. <laughs> I have no flesh left on my legs. And uh, and then Pierce Brosnan's going to only carry me so far. Who's the who's the lady in Dante's Peak? You got Tommy Lee Jones oh, and uh, Hayes. Uh, uh, in Dante's Peak, it, it's uh, Terminator. It's Sarah Connor. It is? Yeah. I need to watch Dante's Peak. I haven't seen it in it's a while. It's Sarah Connor for sure. Yeah. It all comes, it all on this podcast, it all comes It always circle. does. Well, we watch all the bad movies. <laughs> it's really what it is. Well. And uh, we got a baby here tonight, just cooing and cawing. <laughs> all right, I don't know where we left oh, off. I don't know either. I don't know where we left off for the PP break. This movie, though. Of all the movies we, who would have fucking thought of all the movies we watched in 20s? Eight episodes yeah. of this, including a full season of The Sopranos. Yeah, this is one you've never even the, seen. That the Piranha film. Yeah. Maybe this, you know what this could be? You liked it. it. I, I, 
I did. Are you going to watch it again with the sound on? Probably not. I feel like I've got... You need to for the... Music that's playing while they're swimming naked underwater. I, I might. I might. I'll skip. I'll skip to that for the music. Late, late one night when no Lee is in bed. I might watch that scene. But what I'm saying is, maybe this is an indicator to us. Yeah. I think our 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 precedent has been. Yeah. That we need to have seen the film. Right. What I'm thinking now is that nay. Let's right. just pick one of these motherfucking films and watch it because well, this is not. See, I watched I've this. seen Piranha. Well, I've that, seen Piranha okay. like ten times. So here's what we'll do: we'll do the inverse because there's plenty of movies I've seen, and you're like, I haven't seen that, mm. and I'm like, oh, we can't do it. But now yeah. I'm like, eh, let's watch one that old Laugh Man knows. Sure, if it applies, I knew that this would be entertaining because it's campy and stupid. Oh, there's like this is, I've never seen the Highlander. I don't think we'd have the same experience. It'd just be a lot of me going, "What the fuck's happening now?" No, yeah. no, 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 no. The, uh, I'm not saying I'm not the, uh, the same question I have every five minutes. Oh, like, okay. It's fine to be a guest host, but one second, one second, one second. No. The, I think the Highlander could be a, a very applicable experience. You would watch that film, and like I just told you, there's so many. You'd be like, "What is this?" You yeah. Would, and you would. It, it wouldn't be the piranha, what mm. we just saw. There's no dicks. Right. There's definitely not the amount of boobies. Right. But the same amount of like, what the shit did I just watch? <laughs> you would have the same experience. I'll give you a maybe, but I have to... I, but let me preface. I'm not advocating we watch Highlander next week. Are there week. boobies in the Highlander? No. All right, well, I'm out. Yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> I want to say this. This brings to mind, it's... it's, it's uh, have you seen Club Dread? Yes. Okay. Yes. This brings to mind, and I and I realize that it's going to be hack for us to do, but um, the fall is coming. We're going to have October, November, and December soon. Mm-hmm. And I would vote that for the month of October, we only do horror. And it can be stupid bad horror like this. The two I threw out earlier, I uh, actually have both of them on DVD. You're trying to theme this pot out? Well, once we get to the tail end of the year... Yeah, you're going to be forcing Christmas movies down every podcast? Dude, Christmas Vacation, you Santa love- Claus. I love Christmas Santa Claus. I love Christmas movies, but I don't know if that... I think we're, it's, a, it's a fine line. We, Adam Scott just died at the end of this one. He's in... Uh, let, cla- me, uh, uh, let me ask you this. Krampus. Is Die Hard yeah. a Christmas movie? Yeah, we can See? do that. No, is is it a Christmas movie? There's there's the It's a movie that takes place at Christmas. Right. But you know what I'm talking about. You've seen this on Facebook. Yeah. Is it a Christmas movie? Is it movie? a Christmas movie? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? It's a Christmas time movie. Now let me tell you, I've never seen Die Hard. Well then we gotta get it on the list. Never seen it. Die Hard's great. Have you seen Die Hard Two? I haven't seen any Die Hards. One and two are good. Three is funny because Samuel L. Jackson's in it. Okay. And after that it's it's all terrible. Yeah. But one and two are good. I just don't want to get. I just don't want to pigeonhole us. But, but in November, we could watch Hostiles. <laughs> we could watch Last of the Mo- any Indian movie. We've ruined Hostiles. You realize <laughs> it just because it's on Netflix now, yeah. and you you have, you know, sadness because you bought it mm. doesn't mean that we should roll out. Because if we watched Hostiles, we're not going to do anything new. The material. Is the same. No, we watched. But I we will talk tell about you Jurassic Park. I have That's a, the catch I have a, there. A sick, sick thing to say. I, I watched the opening sequence while I was working out. The I did a six mile run on the treadmill. You had a good pump. Well, I wasn't. I, I, I do more. Uh, right now, I'm trying to trim weight. I'm not trying to like right. pump weight. I'm right. just trying to. So I was 
did a six mile walk slash run. You should do a little bit of both because building muscle burns fat. No, I get it, and I I do. I get off and I I lift weights, but it, that's not the primary. My fucking workout routine is not what we're talking about here. But anyways, oh, I thought that's where we were going. No, I was watching. <laughs> shut the. F- Damn it! I was watching. <laughs> I, I watched Netflix. That's where I watched the Doug Kenny movie, okay. which is excellent. All right. And that's why I haven't finished it yet, because I was like an hour and a half into the workout. I was like, this is a long comedy. You had the sound on while you're doing this? Yeah, of course. I have my headphones right. in. It's not, I'm not, I don't pod in my head when I'm alone. All right. So I was, I was like, I'm going to watch the opening scene of Hostiles. And this is where it got kind of fucked up, because I was like, I didn't see the baby get shot. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I was like, Brent said he saw a poof. I didn't see it. There's a... And then I saw it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, all right, it's there. <laughs> and I, I and I mean, I was like, that's... Yeah. You know, the one thing I took away from watching that open opening five minutes was like, those kids really are good. Like, her, her grammatical teaching skills were yeah. just on par. They would like, never put them to use... But now that was it. That was the culmination. Yeah. But like, wow, those adverbs that she was teaching. Yeah. And I know now here we are circling back to hostiles. Please do watch. Well, you want to talk about a Western era movie that is amazing, <clears throat> but will but will leave you very disturbed and uncomfortable for days, maybe even weeks. I mentioned it before when we were talking about horror movies. It's Bone Tomahawk. Kurt Russell, he's got, he kept most of his facial hair from Hateful Eight, so he's got the big mustache and everything. Uh, it seems like some men and women, or maybe young, like, teenage guys and adult women, they get kidnapped by these Indians, and Kurt Russell and a, <laughs> and a posse from the camp go out looking for them. And, hey, <laughs> is that, is she breastfeeding? Yeah, she's. <laughs> she sounds like an Indian. Well, I think that's where she's going with it. Well, I'm just saying. There we go. No, 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 it's fine now. <laughs> Continue. Anyways, what starts... <laughs> <laughs> that could not have been better timed. <laughs> what starts out as sort of a gruesome... We need a new studio. We can do this at my office. Well, we might have to. <laughs> I could be down here. No, no, I, I love, but this, this, uh. I'm going to cut all this out? No, absolutely <laughs> not. I, let's just give V her time. Then she stops, listen. She wait, 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 Shh, no one say anything. <laughs> it's like a hoot owl yeah. in the background. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. She's a hoot. What starts out as a sort of a brutal but but gritty and really good Western, what are they going to do movie, takes this awful, dark, Eli Roth couldn't have thought this shit up, gore fest, cannibalism, Native American, what? just nightmare. Yeah. The looks, like props to Kurt Russell on his acting skills, because a lot of what they don't show you is happening, they just show you his reactions to it and the sounds, and just the looks on his face like when I think about that movie, I my our friend This has been made recently then. Yeah, it's from like 2016, 2015, okay. 2016. Bone Tomahawk. It's a f- awesome movie and I've only seen it once and I don't want to watch it again. Okay. It'd be like 
It'd be like uh, if Hostiles made you so uncomfortable, you're like, it's fantastic. I can't say enough good things about it, but I will not watch it again. Yeah. Kristen's cousin, Ben, who's a total film nut, turned us on to this. And I was like, props. It's an awesome piece of cinema. But fuck that movie. I'm not going to watch that movie again. <laughs> that bad. It's so brutal. Wow. I, I might watch it again now because it's, you know, I've, I've, I've seen it. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I know it's coming. But ooh, it's good, though. If you want to watch. I don't know if I want to pot it because there'd be a moment in that movie where it just it'd get quiet. <laughs> that bad yeah wow <laughs> I think you know I told Ben you know, that the crazy like, thing, yeah, it's the not, crazy it's thing about, about any it's like I don't know the premise of that film and I know a lot of films they will go to the extreme because they know that for some people that sells yeah right but the thing hey we don't need it we've got babies cooing we don't need cold cuts going into this too uh, what I've often said it, I I feel like this is taking a sinister dark turn. I'm, I, we'll try to keep it comedic. <laughs> but it's kind of like what we talked Penis about. Penis and balls. We, yeah. <laughs> Butthole! <laughs> the the last, last few pods, I don't remember which one it was, but we talked about Holocaust films. The title of this episode, by the way, is Marilyn Monroe's Bush. Of course it is. Continue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to lighten it's, the mood. It, you did, and then, but it also kind of didn't. You said Holocaust films. Yeah, continue. I know, <laughs> I know. But when we, you, you remember we talked about this, and I, I preface that no matter how bad a film is, mm-hmm. if it's violent or if it's dealing with historical mores or something that actually happened, it's never as bad as what actually happened. Right. So, like, it, in a film like that, I haven't seen, so I can't make too many. I can't. I, I can't draw too many conclusions, but that shit probably happened. Like the brutality of the old West. Yeah. The brutality of the darkest parts of human history most definitely happened. Yeah. If you were to take, if there was a film, and and what's funny is that the only time the Spanish Inquisition has ever been put on film, it was in a, a Mel Brooks movie, and it was comedy. <laughs> Was, the Inquisition, <laughs> what do you say? The Inquisition, hey, Tokamata, what do you say? It was like, there's never been a film about yeah. the Spanish Inquisition and its whole. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw a great meme the other day. I think I shared it with you. I probably didn't. But there, what's that religious task force that Jeff Sessions has started? You, you I know, don't know. I know you're off. You've, you've done the right thing. You're taking a, a step back. Uh, yeah. But he's created this religious task force, mm. which on the surface would mean that any religion— mm-hmm has a task force that's saying you're open free yeah. to, to exercise your religion in this free country. And that's not what this is. This is the right-wing version of Christianity's religious task force. So right. if you choose not the to right, make, The right kind. Right. But yeah. Whatever. But if you choose not to make... If you're saying, I ain't making no fucking cake for some queer yeah. wedding, then the religion... I ain't going to be a part of their delicious <laughs> penis and butthole... Interaction in all its glory. I ain't gonna have anything to do with and that. If you ask me to make a cake with a penis and a rectum, I ain't doing it. Now, and that's where the hold on, and that's where the religious task force rolls in and says, "You're damn right, sir. You don't have to do that." Austin, are you having cake? Yeah, give me a little bit of the rectum. So yeah, exactly. I would love the rectum. So the point is. That's so they did a meme where the religious task force and all it was was a, a it was like a classical painting. It wasn't like they 
created this. This was a classical painting from the Inquisition, the Inquisition where they have Jews hung up on spikes. Yeah. And the Catholics are saying, you know, repent. Yeah. Don't be Jewish anymore. <laughs> this is very easy. <laughs> Jesus loves you. Yeah. But he doesn't love you. One of them says, until you just say. It's a cultural thing. Yeah. It's, uh, I, no, I, look, your back is breaking. <laughs> Jesus doesn't want that to happen, but he will do it. They're like the 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 Inquisition Catholics are like the mob. Like it'd be a shame if your back was to break <laughs> for not converting to Catholicism. But yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying, right? But my wider point is, as bad as a movie can stir you, and like you, and I, I would love to see the scene where because Kurt Roll, he's an amazing actor. It's a great movie, and I, I want awesome. I'm going to see it. But my point is, as bad as the Old West might have been, as bad as the Inquisition, as bad as the Holocaust. Movies make you feel mm-hmm. they impart on you some feeling of disgustedness. Yeah. That's their point. It was way worse. Yeah, in, in the real in life. the reality. Yeah. So like, imagine that you're looking at that movie, and you're saying, "Loved it. Not gonna watch it again because yeah. it was so disturbing." Yeah. Now imagine the real life of it. Yeah. Like that's where it gets like this, this deeper layer yeah. of like no matter what film does to stir us well, it was far worse I will in real life. say in the case of Bone Tomahawk it goes to a level where you do almost question the authenticity of it because it is ultimately a gritty western turned horror film with cannibalism but there's elements of the tribe the, the native tribe where it's like this might not be based in history whatsoever sure um Parts of it could be, and they've just sort of elaborated on it for effect with this movie. But, I mean, to your point, I remember watching the movie The Gray Zone. The, it's, a, it's a Holocaust movie. Uh, Harvey Keitel's in it. David Arquette's in it. Wow. And uh, it's burned into my brain when David, Ar- David Arquette is a Jew in a concentration camp, and he's lying on his stomach with a bunch of other ones, and they're just being executed one at a time in a row. And it's burned in my brain when he looks at his friend in the camp and he says bye right before he gets shot mm-hmm. in his head. And it's like, that's burned into my brain. It's terrible. And as terrible as that movie is, it pales in comparison to the reality. Nothing close to the real thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, if I can't handle, like, if that's burned into my brain, I can't handle watching that. I can't even contemplate the real thing. Living it. Yeah. And you uh, got to think, like, and I'm not trying to take ha ha land. Uh, Marilyn Monroe's Bush, Dick's Buttholes. <laughs> Gay cake. <laughs> Penis cake. Maybe we, maybe we conglomerate it. Penis Mar- and ball Marilyn's cake. bush and some gay cake. <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn Monroe's bush, gay cake, and ooh, Holocaust. What a bummer. No, but here's the thing. It, it, okay, so let's, like you said, everything comes back around. So we have a friend at work. I have a friend at work, Jared. His wife, Abby, shared this. This uh, post yesterday, the day before, and it was just a, an interview with, of all things, Me Too movement, Charlie Rose, anyways, mm-hmm. interviewing George Carlin. And he was basically saying, like, no, no, I've, I've given up on humanity. <laughs> like, yeah. I've given up on that. Now, he, he and it, but it was so intimate because he was like, listen, of course I love people. I love individuals you meet can be moving, charming, intellectual, hilarious. All the greatest aspects that we like to think of yeah. when we talk about humanity. But collectively, and he, he even it was great because he's like, when they get in groups, and sometimes, I'm not talking about groups of hundreds of thousands, maybe just two or three. <laughs> they turn into shit bags. They abandon yeah. the beauty of the, ind- of, the of the individual yeah. 
for this role. On the, he said, my the role, greater good, the greater good, or whatever, you, whatever it may be that that collective group wants to to tag onto to make their important to to identify themselves. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I've given up on that. So now, as it, he was like, as a comedian, as a storyteller, I'm saying, oh no, no, this he roots for the for the for the uh, the asteroid. Yeah, he's like, we're we're down the drain. <laughs> Human, the planet will be here long after yeah. we're gone. Yeah. Whether, and I know, so my struggle with it was like, okay, I actually really agree with that. But mm-hmm. then there's like this spiritual side of it. For me personally, I'm not for everybody, but it was like, how do you justify like giving up on it and saying like, because he was saying, if I take a step back from it, I, mm-hmm. I, I see a much wider vision yeah. of like what's going on. So like for him, it was about crafting, not just jokes, but like his inv- his individuality and saying y'all are dumb and I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna my favorite part is he's like when I'm in front of an audience and George Carlin's my old eh, he's one and, of the greats he, hands down he is one of the greats but I, I would honestly say like for me personally it's like Carlin Pryor it depends on what night yeah it dances back and forth but on the Mount Rushmore of comedians he's, they're they're all there he's the Teddy Roosevelt he's up he's there. the one that you see most of right and he was saying I like <laughs> when I'm in an audience. I like to find that line for everyone that's there mm-hmm. and say, where's the line for that person? And then take them across it. Not just like to cross their line, but to actually bring them with me. Yeah. And to show them how ridiculous their line actually was to begin with. <laughs> so it's like, he's like, I'm done. I'm ready for us to go down that wormhole because yeah. that's what we deserve. We haven't done anything. We're just a parasite. We're a virus. It's all going downhill. I'm rooting for the asteroid. And it was just very like, I don't, it was so it was such a struggle for me because I was like, man, yes, but also like, damn it, it kind of sucks that we can't yeah. make this right, but we can't. We but can't. you do tend to wonder what what would society be like if you were able to form a group of people who thought like George Carlin? Uh, well, you wouldn't want that because he literally said like, I'm done. Now he did say those that hate government are hating themselves because we have self government. Right. The minute we recognize that we have self-government, we can actually try to do some things. Mm-hmm. But once we, 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 we're pedantic. Right. Like, and you know this. We, you actually shared a great meme about it, or somebody did, where it's like we pretend that we, we reach out for these leaders like they actually can have a role in our lives. Mm-hmm. And, and it was funny because my, it was actually Burke, who's ra- more radical than either of us. But he, he shared a photo of a campaign from 2012 with Obama a campaign picture and a 2016 campaign with Trump and the audience reaction to when the president at that time got yeah. near the audience and was shaking baby hands and kissing people. Strike that, reverse it. Shaking hands and kissing babies. And, <laughs> kissing baby and people. And you should have seen like the people, like yeah. the reaction was just so like, oh my God. Like they don't, yeah. they don't have anything to do with our future. Right. The minute Americans realize that who we elect... These the people we put on a pedestal have nothing to do right. to change our lives. It's us. Mm-hmm. We don't hate the government. We shouldn't hate the government because it's a, it should be in its core a self government. Right. And it, and it, it gets back to that kind of like it's become kind of like taken over by the anarchists. But the government shouldn't or people shouldn't be afraid of the government. Mm-hmm. The government should be afraid of the people. Right. Jefferson said it, but it's become like, it's so paraphrased now that it's like, right. it's become a meme. Well, I mean, uh, Von Hessler on the radio around the whole hands-free driving law in Georgia thing, he said, I'm catching heat from libertarians in Georgia about this. He said, but we've clearly proven as a people that we cannot self-govern. Nope. 
the use of a phone behind the wheel because texting and driving is literally killing people and every dumb motherfucker out there is doing it. At least on the radio, so he's not saying this. He said, and I'm a libertarian and I'm catching shit from libertarians for this, but I am all for this law because we have clearly proven that we are incapable of self-policing ourselves to the to the limiting the use of the phone when you're driving. Yeah. You've proven you can't do it. Yeah. You know, there may be an individual, to your point, there may be individuals out there who from day one were like, that shit's going in the glove box. But nine and a half out of ten people are like, yeah, I can drive with my knee and text at the same time. I'm good. Well, I heard, and, and I agree with that for the yeah. most part. But I also think I heard a stand-up comedian at a live show I went to. was like, if you can't text and drive, you deserve to die. Because his point was like, <laughs> I can text a word and look back at the road. Text another word, look back at the road. I don't need that text to be that fast. Yeah. He's like, if you can't send like a, I'm on the way home text mm-hmm. while you're driving, you should probably die. <laughs> that was his point. It's like, you should probably be, but you know, I'm not, it, look, I text and drive every day. Yeah. You drink a 40 on the way home. That was fucking 15 <laughs> years ago. And that's two pods in a row. People don't forget. People don't forget. I'm just saying that was two pods ago. And yeah. I text and drive every day. I'm not saying that it's great. I'm not. I'm not advocating that people should do this. Yeah. I'm just saying that I am capable of doing it. I don't. I don't send. You know these. I'm not having emotional conversations with my wife via text. Yeah, you're not doing. While paragraphs. I'm driving, I'm not doing paragraphs. Yeah. I will send a text say I am on my way. Almost there. I love you. Yeah. What are we doing for dinner tonight? Might be the longest text I send while I'm driving. Word. I've texted you today. Yeah. While I was driving. My point is You spoke to me I, on the phone. While I you were look driving. at the open road. Well, I wasn't driving then. Okay. I was in the passenger seat. But I look at the open road. If I've got mounds of clearance, if I've got multiple clearance, I know that I'm probably gonna be okay. Yeah. But to Von Hessler's point, m- most others don't have that capability. Yeah. They want to text and drive. My favorite, I saw an accident a couple months ago. It was, uh, it's actually really bad. It was, we were, I was in Cobb County, leaving a Whole Foods, came across an intersection. I had the red light. The van in front of me, it was one of those great, remember those like Chrysler vans from the late 80s that had the, the, uh, the, the fake wood paneling yeah. on the sides? Yeah. It was one of those. Like a toaster. Yeah. It, that's actually an excellent example. <laughs> it's like a toaster with a dog it's, snout. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and this guy, so he got the green light. He started to go. Uh, I'm right behind him, but I wasn't paying any attention. I wasn't texting at the time. Coincidentally, I just wasn't paying <laughs> it's any attention. It's just beating off to porn. Yeah. Just, uh. <laughs> I look up, and as I start to go, a newer model SUV, I think it was like a Suburban, just fucking shears. She runs the red light, shears the front off of this 1985 Chrysler Town & Country. R.I.P. She goes into full spin. Mm. She rolls over three times. Now, I'm sitting there in this work truck like, holy shit. Because there wasn't, wasn't a lot of traffic. It was early in the morning. So I jump, I pulled the truck off to the side. It was kind of one of those weird times where even though you're not like super humanitarian, you just like, I'm going to take the lead on this. Yeah. So I parked the truck. <laughs> don't know there's an old man in that van. I don't even The van dude, to my mind, was like, he's dead. So I yeah. can't worry about that person. <laughs> so I roll off to this woman that, I, that I'd seen do fucking barrel, barrel rolls. And I get up to the car. She comes out of the driver because it landed 
upright on its tires. She comes out of the driver's side, comes around the back of the truck. She looks at me. Her phone's in her hand. She's finishing a text message. Her phone's in her hand after rolling this Suburban at least four times. Yeah. And I'm like, are you okay? And she's shock, of course. Yeah. And she says, my baby's in the car. Mm. And at that time, I'm not trying to, like, I know we were talking about Marilyn Monroe's bush a little while ago. And it could still be Marilyn Monroe's bush. But at that time, I was like, what am I about to see? Yeah. So I opened the side, the back door of the Suburban, Mm. and there's a kid Mm. in his little car seat looking at me like, eyes this big. And he's going, just just says nothing. He's like a one and a half year old kid, just says nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the... F-? I remember looking at her, and she's holding her phone. And I remember how fast she had run that red light. And I was like, you were texting and driving. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's no way. Because you have to put all the shit in your head. The car flipped four times. A normal person is not does not have that phone in their hands. Right. You know? Like, I was like, I didn't, I didn't call her at the time. I didn't stay because I had to work. We have bigger things to do. You're good. He's good. There was a, an off an off duty paramedic was on the scene. Old man's definitely. Old dead. man was great, by the way. <laughs> the front end of that yeah. thing was sheared off. He had his cane and he had his Vietnam veteran hat on. She's like, I don't know what the big deal is with texting and driving. I just flipped my suburban four times. I'm fine. <laughs> Kid's good too. I was say, pepperoni pizza. <laughs> they were asking, "What's for dinner tonight?" Pepperoni pizza. <laughs> Did you, did you, and I'll did tell you. you what, I had texted Pep. <laughs> I finished the Roni pizza while we were while flipping. I was flipping, and then the smiley emoji was when I got up and walked around the car. We're all good here, so I'm fine. I don't see what the big deal is. But that, that the thing about the law is like it's only as good as it as enforceable as it is. Like they don't catch every drunk driver. You're not gonna you're not gonna catch them all. But it's like on the principle of making laws to govern people. It's like yes, this this needs to be one because clearly we're incapable of self policing here. Mm-hmm. We don't have we don't no self control. And this is a case where you could potentially hurt yourself and others. In a, in a very big way. So it's like, yeah, that's it's a law. Tough shit if you don't like it because people do stupid shit. And I, I've heard the argument that it's just another revenue generator. Yeah. And, you know, my thing, well, my argument against that is that they don't need another one. They're making money for big Bluetooth. Yeah. Well, that too. But I'm yeah. saying they don't need another law to revenue generate. They get, yeah. there's plenty of that. Yeah. My favorite is when you see the person that kind of rear ends somebody while they're texting and driving, but it's like in traffic. So it's like that little like, doof, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and the other person's like, hey, man. Like no one's hurt. Yeah. But it's like, well, you, you were, you. <laughs> My girlfriend's breaking up with me in a text. <laughs> oh, dude, that sucks. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't well, worry. Well, that's not me. The minute <laughs> I get hit, I don't care if they're going 15 miles. Oh, Monique. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. You was texting. He was. I seen him. I seen him. He's texting. I'll testify in court. (coughs) Testify in court. He's texting. Text. Well, we went down a a long dark. Turn into Ronnie the Rat. Texting. He's texting. He was texting. (laughs) He's texting. He was texting. (coughs) Ronnie the Rat. I've forgotten. God, that guy. Ronald McDonald. 
I know we could never pot about Always Sunny if we watched it because we just wouldn't get anywhere. No. It'd be worse than boobies and and piranha. Yeah. Well, I mean, tonight, case in point, I said if we're going to do a bad horror movie this week, we got to do porno next week. Clearly, we can't. No. Because there was like 19 quiet gaps. I will say this, though. Dead air for a second because I'm trying to think about what I'm supposed to say. (laughs) I don't think porn would distract us as much as this movie did. Yeah. You watch a porn, you know what you're going to (laughs) say. You don't go into Piranha having not seen it like I did, even Mm. knowing that you even told me some of the juicy bits. Yeah. You don't go into it and and know what's coming. Like, this was different. This was like, wow, they are just, that lady's face just got ripped off by a boat propeller. Yeah. Like, that's different. That was after I saw Gianna. No one is surprised. No one is surprised. When when uh, a porn star takes a facial, that's not going to stop me in the podcast. You know, <laughs> no one is surprised when. Yeah. Oh, that's anal. That's not going to yeah. stop me. <laughs> it's surprising when she doesn't. <laughs> I don't like anal. Is that is that? Should we go there? No, I know I know you don't. We every every listener on this show knows that you know you and butthole are just. It's not. You're it's you're just. You're the opposite of chocolate and peanut butter. I I just <laughs> you don't go good together. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> but if it was Elizabeth Shue, I would do it. <laughs> Elizabeth Shue is like probably one of three. Don't know who the two, other two are. Is Marilyn Monroe one of the other two? Uh, considering that she's probably got more pubis on her butthole than her vagina, no, <laughs> probably not. So a bare Elizabeth Shue butthole—that's a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. A hairy Marilyn Monroe butthole. Way out. It's just hair, way, but that's, way, that's a big no. Way, uh, come on. <laughs> don't make this about me. You don't want... If, if you went to the butthole and you saw a fucking beard that would make yours look like a fucking just bush league as fuck, you wouldn't, mm-hmm. you wouldn't do it. You, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know what was in there because it's just... By what you're describing, it's fucking jungle. You've seen... Welcome to I, the jungle, you, baby! You've seen what I'm talking about. Maybe not in real life, but you've seen no, it. No, certainly not IRL, but yeah, I mean, you just just Google old 80s. IRL. Just Google some old furry 80s porn. It's out oh, there. Oh, God. Furburger, I believe, is the term there. You know, one of my old, <laughs> one of my old bosses, uh, no names being mentioned here. He was a friend of the family. But he, <laughs> he gave me this box-o-porn. <laughs> and These I... These all my favorites from when l- I was a kid. And listen, it was... Amazing because and it was all VHS, Naturally. and I I can't imagine another scenario where someone gives you a box of porn and not one scene made you feel so gross. <laughs> Every one of them was like, yeah. "I this is I can't." Like, not, like even if I had wanted to pull one out, yeah, it would have been like, "Oh, that no." <laughs> No. Oh no! S- stop! It's funny, like picturing like a grandpappy next, like this is how it was back in my day. Yeah, well. <laughs> that's that's more appealing if you ask me. That's why it's called progress, Gramps. <laughs> no, I don't, these, these goddamn water fountains. We should have, we should still have our own. <laughs> like, all right, we're done here. <laughs> we're done here. This took a a very hard racist turn, Gramps. <laughs> So all right, I get it. Furry buttholes in your own water fountain. What You're- about sir, what about a generational gap though? You come home from fighting the Second World War mm-hmm. and you come home to Bush. <laughs> 
And I mean, yeah, just unadulterated, unclipped, <laughs> wild outback Australian bush. <laughs> We haven't really touched on that. As we've, we've shit on the Australian. You know, it's funny. The- uh, speaking of Von Hessler in Australia, they were talking about... Uh, actually, no, this wasn't him. This was uh, this was uh, Boogie Monster. We are talking about nukes on mm-hmm. Boogie Monster. Specifically, all the stories of nukes that got lost. Yes. Like, like we were taking this one here, and we lost it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were saying that... And I don't know if this is a fact because I didn't look it up. There are no nukes below wanna, the equator. I'm going to stop you there. For I don't know if this is a fact because I didn't look it up. Yeah. Okay, continue. There are no nukes below the equator. Africa, South America, Australia. Why would we ever let them have... Australia, we've seen what they've done with the nukes. <laughs> a modem joke. <laughs> I just thought when they said it, I thought it was funny. I was like, yeah, we, we joke about... Australia being a nuclear wasteland, but then, you know, statistically speaking, if this is accurate, there's never been a nuclear weapon in Australia. Well, <laughs> we love our Australians. We yeah. do this for fun. Yeah. And I would move there tomorrow. Yeah. All kidding aside. But I will tell you, we there's a great one I always wanted to write a book about. Um, there is a nuclear bomb that was lost mm. in the mouth of the Savannah Harbor they right here They talked about that Georgia. on the Boogie Monster. Yeah. Yeah. It's there. They told the whole story. Probably. In fact, they said that because they couldn't find it, the Air Force bought the property mm-hmm. so that they would be, they would be like, we can't find it, so we're just going to fence it off, yeah. and then nobody will ever find it. It's buried under 40, 50 feet of silt, Yeah, but it's there. So I always wanted, I had an idea many years ago to write a book about what if someone really had the, yeah. the fee, the money to, to spend... Well, what they what they talked about on the podcast was like, what what if one of these things just went off? Like they don't you don't know where it is. Mm. It's somewhere. In it's Savannah. decaying. It's decaying. Like we just people are just out swimming in Tybee <laughs> one day and then whoosh. Like like oops, that's our bad. We lost that one back in '79. Yeah, we know where it is now. <laughs> we were gonna give it to Israel. Didn't pan out. <laughs> no, but it's there. Yeah, and I mean like. A lot of people worry about, as far as nuclear war, they always worry about, you know, the thousands that the Russians have, the thousands that we have, the Iranians. I'm not, it's it's the age-old argument. I'm not worried about those. You're worried about I, the lost I'm ones. worried about the, the one that we don't even know about. Yeah. That someone tracked down, that some Israeli jet crashed in Lebanon during the war with fucking... Easy, I, easy. They're listening. We have the Lebanese. Oh. <laughs> well, I was saying, I was blaming the Israel. Oh, okay, good. No, I wasn't. <laughs> Iran? Sh- Iran? Shit. Uh, South let's, let's, what's Africa. That, what's that made-up country that Sasha Baron Cohen did for the dictator? Actually, I think... Wadia. Was, I the think, Wadia. Oh, the Wadia. The Wadians crashed a jet. Yeah. The, you know, that. <laughs> By the way, I want to talk about something. All when right. I, I am trying my... That's not funny. It's it, ha- it has its moments, but his show is just not that funny. I, but still, you want to watch it. Because... Yeah. Because watching a let's watching, preface we didn't mention it. We're talking about Sasha Baron Cohen's "This Is America." Yeah, it's funny to get him to watch. It is pleasurable on a certain level to watch him talk like an avid NRA member into putting a dildo in his mouth. Mm-hmm. That's genuinely funny. Like I, I take pleasure in mm-hmm. that. Uh, 
the whole quinceanera bit with the with the guy from Georgia who's the Cherokee County like he's 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 some <coughs> sort of low level politician in Cherokee County NRA member is hiding in a pinata while another man from Georgia who's clearly an adult man is dressed <laughs> like a fifteen year old girl in her quinceanera he's talked these people into this <laughs> he's tricked them into this just buffoonery and the thing that somebody brought up on the you know, podcast or the radio is like. You can clearly see that this man is wearing prosthetics. You can clearly see that this these, this is a man in prosthetic makeup, but he somehow manages to get these people to do these insane things. My thing is, I, even if you can see it, I, I, I think that their allegiance to this idea that Israel is where the home of the badasses right. exists, yeah. they're willing to buy into it. Well, it's been explained that the Israeli militant character he does... They admit to the prosthetic makeup, and it's by and it's to hide them from the terrorists. It's to hide yeah. his identity from terrorists. Yeah. So if you think when you meet this guy later that he looks kind of odd, it's because he's wearing prosthetic makeup to hide his true identity <coughs> from Muslim terrorists. Sure. And that's all they need. Then they're right in. And the next thing you know, there's a dildo in their mouth, or they're screaming <laughs> the N word. <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, I'll give you all of that. <coughs> you bought into the storyline. Uh, one of the guys, the Cherokee County guy, even said when he was interviewed, he said the thing they didn't show when we were filming that was the two hours of legitimate Krav Maga training that we did before he came out. So they really pad it with believable shit, mm-hmm. and they tell you that he's a, a legit Israeli military expert, and he's wearing prosthetics to hide his identity, and you buy whole hog into it. And I think it was Von Hester who said, yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you. How do you end up inside a pinata? <laughs> or with a fucking dildo in your mouth? Which speaking like, of which. Well, well. Let's let's do a shameless plug. Do you want to, I was going to say I don't want to do I don't want to do a live commercial. I want to record that and we'll plug it in. Really? Yeah. Can we at least give it like a teaser trailer? Well, I think in this point in the episode it will have already been aired so we can address it. I don't know what you mean, so I'll let you lead the charge on this. We're sponsored by dildos now. Okay. <laughs> Not by dills. Yeah. But it's a legit... I have spent the last portion of my week being very excited about this, letting yeah. people know, hey, this pod, which came from nothing, yeah, you know, some random night in Normandy saying we got to get our shit together, mm-hmm. and we did it, and now we have not a full-on sponsorship, but... Right. Something we have something we have, we have a something. kind of sponsorship. We have a kind of sponsorship, right. and, and but listen, if we if I had said from Normandy, hey, give this seven months and we'll have a sponsor of some kind, you would be like, <laughs> ah, I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. But because well, of uh, Superfan Banks, let's give him credit. Yeah, it's all his doing, but not much money, <laughs> but some credit. We'll we'll uh, we'll give him some credit. Yeah, we have a, a moderate sponsor, so I'll let you decide which. Avenue you want to take with well, that. Well, I was going to say with all of the, uh, the after the deep dive of Dark Talk, let's wrap 28 and we will record. I thought we were we record. Do you want to talk about Bush a little bit more? <laughs> I'm good. I don't know. <laughs> I think Marilyn's vagina and butthole will look a lot like your face. Bearded. Well, well all, right, all right, sit back down. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fun of radio. <laughs> Nobody knows. Oh, put that away. Put put no, it away. I wanna I wanna wrap it on twenty-eight. We've got a good lengthy one here. We we've discussed many things, but I want to uh set some time aside to record our official uh uh sponsor commercial that I can. And please do watch in. Piranha. 
Please do, yeah. Because that, that was... Uh, it's on Netflix. It's free. It's free. If you have Netflix. If you steal Netflix from other people like I do, steal Piranha. Yeah. It's worth it. And if you can find Piranha 2, which I believe is called Double D... <laughs> I want to see the boobies in Piranha 2, because if that's how again, superfluous it was in again, 1... it takes place in <coughs> a water park. That's... Yes. What, what's the shithead's name from the league that they all pick on? Uh, well, his real name is Paul Shear, and then I, now I'm blanking. Oh, my God. Andre. Andre. Andre Nozick. Andre Nodick. I believe it's it's either him or Rob Corddry. I confuse them, and they don't look that different. They don't, yeah. Uh, but, again, Piranha 2 Double D. Double D. Which came out in 3D. Double D 3D. Takes place in a water park. That's not. We, it's, it's not explained how the piranhas got there. It probably is. I don't remember. But it's not a lake where they're just out there. It's okay. a water park. <laughs> okay. So if we can, you know what? Maybe episode twenty nine. If we can find it, we okay, do piranha I, too. I am D. all in on this piranha <laughs> thing. I, I'm. I mean, I never saw Sharknado. I know there's like no. seven of them. I didn't either. This will be my Sharknado. Piranha. Kristen thinks it's hilarious because she thinks it's stupid and doesn't. It? So I genuinely love Piranha. I we saw it in theaters. I bought it on DVD <laughs> as soon as it came out. Like this movie. This this movie has it all. This movie has it all. But I, I love can't. It. I I. I know you want to wrap up, but I, I want to talk more about you bought this on DVD. Oh, yeah. I have it on DVD. It was like five bucks at Walmart. You, uh, <laughs> think about what you could have done with that $5. I could have saved it for Piranha 2 Double D. Which might not be streamable. <laughs> Very true. All right. All right. Well, uh, with that. W-F-U-C-K! not gonna edit that dead si- that dead space there. I'm just gonna let it hang. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Holla.